and gentlemen, we're going live because I think we're having some audio and technical and the horizontal and the audio and the vertical and all that shit. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, we're just going live. Yeah, it's like we're just going live. Uh, what did the the immortal? I guess probably immortal. He's got to be immortal. He's bad enough that he's probably got to be immortal. What did the immortal Bill O'Reilly say? Fuck it, we'll do it live. So fuck it, we're doing it live. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We are. Let me pop out the chat here so I can see who's coming. Uh, Social in the house. What's going on, man? I think you're first. I think you're certified first. Uh, welcome, folk, or welcome, folks, to the to the show, to the channel, to the everything. Uh, first off, the hop. If you guys are over the age of twenty one, sit back, relax, chill out. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, hang for a moment. You know what I mean? Uh, don't show your wing. Of course. Cheers, Gray. Uh, I mean, I guess in, in the privacy of your home, you can frankly do whatever you want. What's up, Bugs? Midwest grown. Uh, cheers, uh, cheers, folks. That was supposed to be like friends, folks. Frog, folks. Anyway, uh, whatever word that would have been in whichever language. Welcome, folks. Uh, however, sit back for a moment because we're going to talk to the children. Uh, smash to smash is having some internet problems. We're going to try it today. Smash, would you like to tell a story to the boys and girls that might be listening? A, a nice story, you know, like a story of. Uh, inclusivity all of the the boys and ch- uh, girls are welcome li- literally all of them you know like all of the the the, the kiddies really that are under the age of 21 tell them a story smash uh, tell them a, a nice story it looks like you're in a nice uh, old house I, I bet there's spooky interesting stories go for it yeah it is but this this spooky story is you can't stay here you gotta go that's pretty spooky that's pretty that's pretty damn spooky that's honestly really really spooky uh boys and girls you heard him get out honestly get out it's not the show get for you an educational and entertainment uh, oriented show but not for children children are not welcome children get the fuck out those aren't our rules we didn't set them but we enforce them get the frig out get out even the stragglers even the stragglers all the way back hiding in the back like behind that chandelier there like the russian uh intelligence service listening you know through that lamp fuck out if you're not 21 fuck out ian welcome Ian knows what i'm talking about he, he's telling them too he's saying get the fuck out honestly any boys and girls get the fuck out that looks like it might. Why well, I'm not going to say it's a child. It might have been. Like it's it's from this view. Could I be get the fuck out? If it was, get the fuck out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now it's just like adults. I don't think it actually is a child over there. I think it was a. I think it was a mannequin. To be honest, I think it was a mannequin. I think a Smash drives a mannequin. That's kind of interesting. Smash. I'm going to mute you because for some reason there's feedback. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, it just went away. It's feedback coming through your speaker back through the mic. Ah, you're so your your um your Zoom. Uh, fucking ambient sound settings or whatever the shit might be off because we were having problems with that a while ago. You might have shut yours off just like me. That's a good thing to remember. I wonder if that's it because maybe the, the setting, I bet that's what it is. The setting probably persists from your computer to your phone because I was having problems with my phone the other day. That would be, that would make a little bit more sense. Hola, John Anon. He says, Hola, bendejos. Hola, bendejos. Uh, welcome, folks. Uh, now that it's just us adults, uh, welcome. Uh, sit back, relax. Uh, can I interest you in a cup of get the fuck out? If you are boys and girls, that was a good one. If I had read that earlier, I would have used that. Ian, that's a good one. Can I interest you in a warm, hearty, hot, piping hot cup of get the fuck out? That's a good one. Uh, we're going to have to remember that one. D, remember that. We write that in the freaking, I don't know, the, the, the annals of the show or something. We need, the show needs annals. <laughs> anyway, and then an, an archaeologist that studies the annals. Uh, Richard D, what's going on, man? Cheers. Where is he? There he is. Richard D. Well, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh... I wonder if it's raining over in, in, in the UK or wherever wherever Richard might be from. Uh, I bet it is. I bet it is. Because it's like, you know, October stuff. I bet it is. It's like raining like 376 days of the year. So I bet it's raining. Um, welcome, folks. Like I said, uh, Midwest grown. Uh, uh, Steelbird. Cheers, everybody. Uh, you guys have about, 
I think just shy, just shy of two weeks left on uh, Fumi's photo contest. Go check it out, folks. There's been some really nice competitors lately. They have the barest of the time. I was all pissed off about it today. I was like, oh, I've had a rump. Uh, Reels are taking absolutely forever to upload. I don't know what it is. I honestly have no idea. But uh, every time I, I upload the reel, I have to just sit my phone and not do anything with my phone for like an hour. Uh, because it just it's constantly uploading for an hour, and if I do, if I get out of the app or something, it'll continue uploading, and then it'll tell me it failed to upload at the very end. So the only way to do it is to like leave the phone on. That's fucking ridiculous. So if that doesn't change in the next couple of days, I'm sorry to say I'm having ban reels because I can't just leave my phone like unattended for an hour at a time. It's 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 it's. I don't know what it is. I really don't know. I've tried to quit uh, uh, Instagram. I've restarted my phone a couple times. Wait, you don't want a that glitch. That's it, man. It's it's uh, Vladimir and uh, fucking Borisanka. That's, that's a new name. We just made that up. Uh, that's probably her name, though. That's honestly probably her name. That's her code name. Uh, and she's like, holy shit, I fucking guess. Geniuses. They're just absolute geniuses. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so like I said, uh, follow Portland Cannabis Taste Society. Uh, post a new post. So some folks might be listening in. They're like, what, 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 what is yeah, this? What, what is that? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Fumi's photo contest. Been running it for a few months now. We took a break for a few months in the, uh, in the summer, but we were running in the spring and we're running again now. Uh, folks, you are welcome to participate. Wherever you are listening to this, you are welcome to participate. It doesn't strictly have to be cannabis, but of course, because the channel and the Instagram and stuff is a, a, an Instagram focused uh, channel. I'm sorry. Uh, D, are you trying to say something? I, I keep trying to figure out if you're trying to like sign language me no right on uh so what was i going to say uh, uh since it's you know cannabis focused you know show and tasting society and everything else you know almost everybody posts something cannabis related but uh, i'm not making that the rule and so that basically allows folks if you if you live in a place where jesus h christ they would fucking behead you or something you can you don't have to you don't have to take a risk you don't have to take a chance but you could participate in the photo contest you just you have to take the photo you have to actually make the thing or you know if it's a cannabis related thing grow the cannabis that's in the photo uh but like i said i'm trying to leave it open for people who want to bake something or make cookies or whatever else or make cool decorations whatever you know the holidays are coming up like this month's all the spooky stuff and the christmas season's coming up if you guys want to make something fun and you know include that in the photo contest you are more than welcome uh the votes are by people's choice so anything that people vote for there you're, you're welcome to basically uh, uh include it i'm honestly now that i say that i'm honestly surprised nobody's included like i guess i'm not going to say that because then someone will okay uh, never mind. We'll 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 move on. Uh, uh, let's see if great minds think alike, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, go participate in the photo contest. It's great. You're going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, normally, the last couple of months has been a pack, couple packs of uh, uh, seeds of mine that you basically can't get, Charybdis or the bear or whatever else. Uh, but uh, there's been a couple of uh, generous donations, so there's also a little bit uh, thrown in, a couple of feminized. Uh, packs last month probably also maybe this month we're, we're gonna see you know what i mean it's a nice little grab bag but the prize is not really the point i have to be honest the point is just basically being able to pat yourself on the back freaking uh uh you are a uh, what did charlie sheen say a winner get the dragon blood bro he's got the dragon blood. that's 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 really what we're shooting for honestly that's what we're shooting for uh let's see here what am i thinking for getting um Go check out the podcast, folks. Speaking of uh, uh, Borisanka and uh, Vladisavka and all those different people, uh, go check out the podcast. Uh, Deep loves to uh, tell those people uh, uh, where they're from. Tell them what for. No, that's fuck. That was supposed to be. All right. All right. Yeah, that, that was a completely miserably failed joke. All right. We're going to back up. We're going to pretend we didn't hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, please go check out the podcast over on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Your Mama's Podcasts. There's a number of different places where we are. Uh, please look up Chronic Table. Hopefully you'll find us. If you don't find Chronic Table for some reason, 
search harder first. You may have searched poorly. Perhaps you chose poorly, kind of like in Indiana Jones. Uh, but uh, chances are you just uh, looked in the wrong place. You could DM me and say, oh, my God, Fumador, my preferred place of podcasting in upper agricultural communist Finland. I don't even know. Someplace. I couldn't think of somewhere better. Um, the valleys of Sudan. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere where you are that only has like not of the, none of the podcasting platforms that I told you about. Let me know. And perhaps there's a way I can click a button somewhere and allow you to listen in. I don't even remember where that was. It's probably made up. I, I actually did make it up. I have to be honest. And it wasn't a very good creative uh, made, made up thing. So that's too bad. I should have said like the jungles of Suriname or something, but uh, I didn't. So there's what it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, look up the podcast. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, and thank you, by the way, folks, for listening to the podcast. If you wouldn't mind, please go leave a positive review. I would really uh, appreciate it. That's honestly one of the best ways for uh, shows like this to grow. If you could, frankly, if you enjoy the show, leave a positive review. I would really prefer if you didn't leave a negative review, if you don't like the show, obviously. But uh, if you, pardon me, I'm going to hiccup. Take it. Uh, if you do like the show, please leave a review because that helps uh, spread the word that the show can uh, should get better. I don't know. What was I trying to say? I don't think I thought it through very well. I have to be honest. I think that sentence was going nowhere fast. Uh, let's see here. Uh, check out folks at fumidoro.com. I'll get to the website here in a little bit, but we'll make some introductions. By the way, before we get to the introductions, folks, you guys are welcome to hop on the show. Uh, if you'd like to be calm, chill, civilized, you're welcome. This is, uh, you know, I was talking about this the other day, like a Nobody knew what I was talking about because nobody's been to Vienna. Like I, I don't blame you. It's it's not the most exciting city in the world. It's a nice city, but it's not the. It's like oh, it's, it's, it's not that much. That's more like Berlin. Uh, but Vienna is pretty, and it's got lot, lots of museums and stuff, and it's got tons of cafes. And so like I, I was like, oh my god, I really love those Viennese cafes. But nobody knows what I'm talking about. So you guys can visualize a chill, happy bar. You know, somebody was talking about this is like Cheers for weed people. Kind of is, kind of is, kind of like Cheers for weed people. So you could, you too, could be Norm. You know what I mean? Or or who would be Diane? I don't know. We, we're still taking applications for a Diane. Uh, we really we have, really haven't thought those characters through, to be honest. So, But uh, if you guys would like to come and hang with us, you are more than welcome to come and hang. Uh, D, what's going on, my friend? What's the uh, what's the brain situation? Is it, uh, is it fresh today? What's going on? What's going on? You're cutting in and out like really bad, Humidor. Am I really? Uh, tonight. Oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Uh, we'll ask the chat. Just let us know in the chat. Yeah, I know Smash is messed up a bit where he is, and Humor's messed up. He's left and right all over. But what's going me? on, everybody? Huh? Can you guys hear me? I can now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chad, if you guys can hear us now. Uh, please tell us uh, how's the sound. Is it uh, wet, hot garbage? Is it is it okay? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being a okay, one being Satan is coming for my soul. Wanna, tell us what it is. I just want to make sure too. It's not me. It's just me playing all. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I've been having. A, that would explain why. I'm, Jesus, that feedback is terrible. I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's probably something to do with it. That's that's new. We haven't had that before. And it's coming from both you and Smashed. God, how weird is that? Uh, I've been trying to send like uh, text message pictures and stuff today. They haven't been uploading. And what was I saying about Well, actually, that's been for like a couple of weeks now. For like a, maybe no, like five or six days on the Instagram thing. But uh, at least it would partially explain it. Fuck, I don't even know. Uh, Claude's saying it's okay. Not out of 10. No. Uh, a bit of you over Smashed Mike. 
Well, so in other words, Smash is not uh, too bad. Ian's saying it's not horrible. All right. Lars saying it's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea what the problem is. Uh, I guess we will try to make it work. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for putting it up with it. Uh, by the way, I'm putting the, the, the link in the, the that freaking pin. Better pin. It's supposed to pin. Hopefully it'll pin here in a second. You guys are welcome to hop on and uh, shoot the bull with us because, uh, I don't know, otherwise we don't have anything to talk about, really. Uh, this is an improvisational show, like I was saying, basically. You know, we, we hang here and we talk about weed and all kinds of stuff, but, uh, you know, pretty much it's improvised. Uh, by the way, as Smash is walking away, I was going to be like, uh, Smash, what's up? What's going on, man? I might be taking off for a second. Well, fuck it. I guess I'll show. Oh, no worries. What? Oh, camera's lagging, so I can't tell if you just walk back up. There you are. Right on. Go for it, dude. Cheers. What's up, everyone? I hope you're having a great day. I'm probably really slow. I'm on it's Wi-Fi, but it's not the best signal. Hmm. It's too bad. So it's kind of annoying because then everyone's like, "Who's talking?" But uh, you could turn off your video. That might help. So My video is lagging because. But then everybody would be like, "Who the fuck is talking?" And yeah, I'm gonna be like, it's "Smashed." I always say, it's "Smashed." I remember when Evil Deadly Fart first came on. They were like, "Who's talking?" I was like, "You're not gonna believe me." <laughs> so it's literally an evil deadly fart <laughs> anyway uh speaking of apparently evil deadly farts ladies and gentlemen please come and take a look at uh not evil but uh it, the word has been accused of being a fart before i have to be honest fumidoro seedco it's not a fart it's not it's not a tumor uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to fumidoroseedco.com fumes of gold otherwise uh fumidoro it's fumes of gold if you guys were trying to figure that out uh that's why also the, the website is also fumesofgold.com they redirect at the same place uh you can take a look at the story i should actually update this honestly but it tells a little bit about how i was a tester and i got to know uh, stevie and you know i got to know actually a few uh, breeders I, I kind of I don't know, identified early, a lot of people will basically look around themselves and say, holy shit, seeds are expensive. <laughs> they realize, like, uh, you know what, I bet if I learned enough to be a tester, I bet I could honestly, uh, you know, I can write notes and I can send pictures and, you know, I like pictures and all that kind of stuff and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, you know what, why didn't I be a tester? So basically, I became a tester for a few different uh, readers and started to get cooler and cooler and cooler stuff. And once you know, it kind of rubbed off. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a few bit guarantee, ladies and gentlemen, uh, rock solid guarantee. Should have made a joke about your mama, but I didn't think of one right then. Uh, I guess I was thinking about your mama. Uh, it was fun times. Fun, fun, fun times. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Fumidoro guarantee is uh, uh, basically a smile on your face. So if you buy something from uh, Fumidoro, you should have a smile on your face afterwards, you know, obviously in a reasonable shipping time frame. But uh, if for some reason you are dissatisfied, please let me know. And uh, for example, you can let me know at one of these different places. Fumidoro at chronictable.com is always a very excellent way to get in touch with me. For example, if you're a current tester and you have been uh, sending reports, you probably know that already. If you are a current tester and you have not yet sent reports, then please rectify that shit over at Fumidoro at chronictable.com. Uh, as you guys know, if you accidentally somehow ended up here, uh, I guess my condolences, but uh, welcome to Fumidoro and the Flavors on YouTube. Anyway, go, go take a look. Here you guys see Portland Cannabis Decent Society. Uh, this one right here, Chronic Table, unfortunately on Instagram, that is currently inactive thanks to fucking vandalism. So fuck those people very much, but uh, don't use that one because uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, but go take a look, my friends, at the shopping page over here. You might take a look at uh, the West Engine Swindle. We're going to have to look for West. I, think, I bet he's swindling right now. I bet that's what he's doing. He's probably swindling fancily with his wife and, and uh, assorted uh, other swindlers, I bet. Uh, but in the meantime, you guys could do something uh, similar to the West Engine uh, 
I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You could uh, swashbuckle like the West Indian swindle. I don't even fucking know what I'm going going for with that, but uh, let's roll with it. Three packs of any combo of Dread Persephone, Lime River Rose, Black Prince Ruby, Thousand One, or Gawain for a special price. Folks, if you guys know about uh, Black Prince Ruby, I think you should be a little bit more informed about it. Uh, and I'm about to tell you because I'm really, really fond of it. You guys are going to hear a lot more from this in the future, at least from me. Uh, that's a weird way of saying that. You can hear more of it, but at least from me. Uh, however, I meant that. I guess uh, we're just going to keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Ruby Jack by Ruby Jack F2. This is basically of the two Ruby Jack Incrosses that I've released. This is the, I guess you could call it an F2. And the other one, the Thousand One Nights, I think you could call them more of a BX because it was basically crossed to its own mom. Uh, this one, uh, overtly strawberry candy. I found uh, a few phenotypes, found a couple of phenotypes, I guess, as you can see, honestly, that were very, very, honestly, what I wanted. Uh, that's basically the mom. Uh, this is a little bit more purple version of the mom. And it's a little bit, basically, that's bang on. That's pretty much the mom. Uh, the mom was this delightful strawberry candy, like the, the little strawberry candies that grandma has, the little green and red wrapper and it's, you know, gooey on the inside. Magical. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, with a, a really, really, really pleasant, um, you know, a daytime, but relaxing, uh, 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 um, gosh, I can never think of a good word for this. I need to finally find one and, and write it down. Basically there's this, uh, as you smoke it, you might think, oh, this is a pleasant uh, daytime strain. But after about two or three minutes, uh, everybody, pretty much everybody, 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 because I used to you know, have tasting society meetings and stuff, pretty much everybody, everybody, everybody had like a summer shower down the back. Like basically somebody rolled one of those little massage thingies down their back or, you know, like those little scratchy things. Or maybe somebody, you know, if you were, if you were out, uh, uh, I don't know, swimming or whatever else, you'd take like a, just a mildly cold or you know mildly warm but very refreshing shower it just kind of pours down your back and goes goes down your like fingertips and toes and just oh just relaxing that uh, was pretty much ruby jack anyway uh these are some macros of the mom actually so you can see uh somebody posted today i can't remember who it was right now that was a hair right there can't think of who it was right now but somebody was posting runts wash water and uh the wash water was purple this is the kind of thing I actually washed this uh, Ruby eight way back when and the wash water was uh, deep, dark pink. I think it was, it wasn't so much dark stuff like theirs, but it was uh, super dark pink. Anyway, uh, I guess I'm getting lost in the uh, babbling about uh, black. Did it look like wine? Say it again. Did the water look like wine? Like really Dude, I'm trying to remember because like it's been like a year and a half year. Uh, fucking longer than that, honestly. Uh, nice. Like dark pink, which is that sounds stupid, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with dark pink water. Uh, this was the this is the Ruby Jack number eight, by the way. It's the pink panther, I call her. Uh, pink lemonade, like uh, uh, Ian was talking about, uh, 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 In and Out Burger. Freaking guy's bragging. He's like, I've had an In and Out Burger for the 300th time this year. I'm like, shut the fuck up, god damn it. Uh, if you guys don't know, I really like uh, In and Out Burger, it's uh, really nice. Uh, double double chopped chilies. That's the stuff, buddy. That's the stuff. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Black Prince Ruby, freaking babbling, but uh, good stuff. This one is the back cross that I was talking about, the Scheherazade and the Thousand One Nights. I actually just call it Thousand Nights, so it's easier. Uh, but uh, if you guys know the story, Scheherazade and the Thousand One Nights, uh, I've always been fascinated with, uh, kind of started actually with the music, the Rimsky Korsakov and stuff, and then started to read about the the, the stories. And just, it was kind of a fun uh, story. Anyway, this is, uh, actually, you know what? This is a macro of the mom again. Why is it? Oh, that's so blown up. There we go. It's better. It like automatically zooms as soon as you mouse over. It's kind of annoying. Anyway, uh, this is, I've honestly been enjoying this one. This one has a little bit more confusing high. Every time I smoke this, I'm a little bit kind of, 
set back, baffled or something. Uh, and uh, this was the the same father. Basically, it was crossed to everything, but it was again crossed back to essentially. And you know, I, I realize that it sounds weird, but in plants, it's normal. Crossed back to its own mom, which was the ruby jack number eight. And so it's been coming out uh, candy with various. Uh, I did get one very very loud orange. I didn't actually keep that one, so I can't can't show it to you. But uh, I get I got a really loud uh, orange candy. But most of the time, it's been. Uh, a slightly citrus spiced candy that makes my like just my mouth and my tongue and everything else just kind of tingle. It's been a very pleasant, very, very, very freaking pleasant experience. I realize you guys are taking my word for it, but uh, I don't know. Why else are you watching the show? Ladies and gentlemen, of course, Morgana. I don't talk about this one nearly enough. This one is, uh, you're going to hear more about this one, uh, quite a bit more about this one uh, in the future, hopefully. Cuvée F2 by Ruby Jack F2. The, the Cuvée uh, F2 was something I got from Sub. Uh, it was Subcool, some of you guys, you know, I sometimes forget a couple of years have passed already. Uh, Subcool is a famous breeder. Uh, I was a tester for Subcool, and uh, literally the last thing they sent me was uh, Cuvée and Sugar Tits, and kind of, I don't know, just the way fate works or any, anything else. I didn't always like stuff that he sent me, but I really liked both of those in different ways. So I continued to, if you guys probably realize, I continue to work with Cuvée and, you know, Sugar Tits with the, the Dread Persephone. And you guys are going to hear from Gawain quite a bit more in the future, a couple other strains as well. But anyway, uh, long story short, we're talking about uh, Morgana. And this was a remaking of supposedly Sub's favorite strain. Sub always said that his favorite strain that he'd ever made was Cuvée. And that famously burned down in the fires, in the California fires in what, 2017, 2018, uh, when kind of almost everything went bad for Sub in, the, in pretty much one calendar day. So he lost all his seeds, all his mothers, all his fathers, blah, 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 blah. Uh, TJA broke up, on and on and on and on. You know, thank goodness it, he and his dogs made it out alive, but basically just barely. Anyway, uh, they decided to remake Kube, and so they had people send in, literally, weed nerds send in uh, packs of Kube F1 from all around the country. And sure enough, they basically popped some uh, uh, seeds, found a mother, found a, a father, and then basically sent out testers. Out of those testers, I got some fun stuff, and I've been working with the number two. I honestly wish at this point, I wish I'd kept. Uh, all the females that I have, and you bet your ass I wish I'd kept the male. But, you know, that's life. Uh, I had this beautiful, if we're just going to nerd out on freaking cannabis for a second, I had this uh, spectacular, uh, 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 I guess you would call it a trifoliate uh, chocolate uh, phenotype of that Cuvée F2. And that's actually what I was looking for, that goddamn plant. It was everything that I wanted, but it was not showing me any terps, any terps, any terps, any terps. And I, you know, I, I like to, you know, kind of massage or rub the buds or just, you know, uh, sniff the bud, you know, any way that I can uh, squish one or two trichomes without, you know, messing up the plant. And I always try to sniff the plants. And so, for example, this one, oh my God, this one was stunning from out of the box as a veg plant, on and on and on. It was just a beautiful, beautiful plant. That other plant was beautiful physically, but it was not beautiful aromatically. And I was like, all right, swaggy plant, fuck you. And so I, I literally had a clone of it and I cut it down out of anger. I was like, you piece of shit and whatever. But wouldn't you know it, famous last words, you probably see where this is going. That turned out to be a delightful plant. I like this plant better, actually, or the, the mom of this plant better. But that other one I would have loved to have kept. I would have, I mean, especially knowing what happened to Sub, right? Man alive. It was like a Tootsie Roll and it was trifoliate. So it was just this, it, 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 um, you know, that kind of spiraling plat pattern where it really looks like DNA. And instead of having alternating nodes, it had triple alternating nodes. So basically just, I mean, it, it, it really packed on weight. It was a really, really high producer and I really wanted to keep it. And then, yeah, a, a grower mistake. Honestly, I'm telling you guys about a grower mistake, but anyway, 
Wish I'd kept that one. Uh, one of the sisters of the, do I have a picture of the mom here? I think I might have had a picture of the mom on here. There it is. This is the mom, the Kube F2. The mom to Morgana, uh, specifically. Uh, her, my other favorite sister of hers that I really kicked myself for not keeping was basically all Blackberry. Just all, all, all Blackberry. Just deep, dark Blackberry. I don't even think there was a hint of chocolate. This is, on the other hand, basically like, Merlot or Pinot Noir with just this kind of dark chocolate underlay, basically, or maybe you could, you could probably, because it candidly, she actually changes flavors a little bit every time I grow her. Uh, but uh, you can imagine like, especially since Christmas time, like a dark chocolate cherry cordial with wine inside instead of like that cherry juice. Sometimes they, I think so there's a brand of that, like Merci or maybe Merci is the cherry one. I can't remember. Anyway. There is one, if you guys can visualize that one, that's a lot what this tastes like. Anyway, if I'd kept that sister, oh, I would have been such a happy clam. Holy fucking God. It was such a gorgeous plant and everything else, but man alive. The stuff you cut down when you have to have like, I don't even know. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like we shouldn't have any kind of plant limits or plant counts or anything. We should never have to sweat it. We shouldn't have to worry about anything. Like it should, it should not be an issue. You know what I mean? If you're not doing Pablo Escobar type shit, speaking of which, they just apparently, uh, sterilized his his hippopotamuses down in bogota so if you're not basically introducing if you're not so baller that you're introducing hippopotami into your fucking environment granted that is a little maybe a bad example but uh i think people see where i'm trying to go with this anyway folks i'm babbling with my strains we should tell hello to or say hello to uh Marduber. but uh I think i got folks, my mic go take a look uh oh by the way discount codes i keep forgetting I to uh, tell you folks uh discount codes let me think last before i go Laser Snake, I think, is still active, but it's only 12%. You guys don't want to try that one. That's that's dumb. You might want to try Brains. Try Brains with a Z. That's 14% off. B-R-A-N-B-R-A-I-N-Z. Let me see here. What's the other one? Bikinis for Siberia. Also, I believe, 14% off. I'll think of the other ones later. Uh, Marduber, what's going on, man? Welcome. What's the, what's the good word? Oh, I hope you guys can hear me. I'm on a new headset. I don't know how it's well my quality is. a little bit is. different than it was, but I can still hear you. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I, I set the Yeti down in favor of, I got a new Logitech wireless headset that I can wander into the, because that's always been one of my constraints. I can't go in the grow room and still talk to people because the mic is stuck here. And it, the mic's great, but like I can't carry my freaking Yeti around with me. What do, you, what do you got there? Is that a Paul? I completely forgot to, I forgot to tell you guys I have a liter of beer. So instead of a liter of cola, I have a liter of beer. Wait, this that's a, a polliner with a you this is a pol- no this is polliner yeah this but, is the yeah, german polliner yeah there's a dutch one right oh right so this is the they would say this is the real one although this one is i think already now owned by someone got out and got right, for cracking beers i got a stone fear movie lions right here with my name on it well, it doesn't actually say but i think i think i won't swear to it but i think they got burned it's the weirdest can top that i think i've seen in a while they all everybody got bought out now Freaking Lagavulin know, right? is owned by Diageo. Right. It makes me sick. <laughs> uh, just, you know what? A lot of the big Scotch brands are owned by Diageo. Um, uh, Kalila, a few other ones, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ardbeg, a few of the other ones. It's kind of it's kind of lame, honestly. Uh, that's one of the yeah, reasons why I like Lafroyc. As far as I know, they're still independent. Um, who the fuck else? I've Shit. lately fallen in love with this guy, the Brooklotti. Oh yeah, looks like, I mean, it's, know, it looks it's, like it's I think they're owned by the fucking Diageo shit too, but they do make really. Uh, no, shit. they're a, they're independent. Are they independent? 
No? Yeah. Bricolati is a, actually, they bought an old distillery that was like defunct and redid it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a scotch, scotch snob. Uh, why are you? No, you are actually we Whiskey Wednesday. I forgot. Yeah, you've been showing up regular. I I try and show up whatever I can. Luckily, my streams are Monday nights, and nobody ever shows up for that, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I always try to upvote like your stream when I see it. Yeah, but nobody's everybody's. I I usually do it like you know at the same time you do you're about seven or eight o'clock on on Mondays and then. Apparently, people are busy Mondays. Mondays, Mondays. You know what like they're doing? Um, we there not <laughs> notice it. Like, well, you know, certainly people are not always around, right? Like, I may not be around, but uh, when I'm around, I oftentimes turn on the Michigan Bros. So, for example, I wouldn't even notice that you were on. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, we got GML fighting with you tonight. He switched till Sundays. It's so freaking annoying. Or Saturdays. I don't know. Whatever. The, 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 <laughs> people ship on their that toe and that slips on that toe. I don't That's know. That's why I always I know did Mondays because nobody streams on Mondays. I know, right? My old ones were Mondays <laughs> at like 10 in the morning. Uh, technically, there's someone who streams on Mondays. Oh, like, who's I, I literally went through the whole YouTube algorithm that we have right now with all of our content creators just to figure out what day would be the best day. And when we kind of started this, like when Fumi was like, I'm going to do something on Saturday, I told someone else, I was like, we should, Saturday's a good day, good day. There's not much on. And now there's kind of like a couple things trickled in and now we're, you see way more. It's kind of funny. Can you hear me good? I can hear you. Yep. Man. yep. All right. I can hear you guys. Perfect. Five by five. Hey, I'm up near you, years. man. I went to a Tim Hortons, guys, an actual Tim Hortons. Did you, did oh, you like got a... some Talking right, how was that, bud? I, I don't. I think Charlie got a coffee. I didn't get nothing. Oh, you got to get a Timmy's, bro. That's Mando. If you go, if you go out in the neighborhood, it's like driving past a White Castle and not stopping. But there's a Dunkin' next to it. I want to try White Castle. You, that Dunkin's something you can get all the time. I mean, you're in Mass. Dunkin's like everywhere. Yeah, I know my. You gotta problem. go to the. You gotta go to the new place. You gotta go to Timmy's. Timmy's is where it's at. If you're Canadian, Timmy's is the spot. How do you? I guess they. So when you go in, they only serve their coffee. Well, I think everyone starts their coffee black. When like, can I have a coffee? They're gonna say yes. Here's a black coffee. You know what I mean? And they the the girl that here was kind of made it like, yeah, we serve it black. We're like, okay, can I have a couple creams in that? <laughs> It was the funniest thing. It, the show was pretty good. I'm really, I'm really high. Dabs all day, no sleep. Wait, wait, <laughs> you're on, on Monday, um, smashed? Huh? When are you on on Mondays? What do I do on? I don't know. Probably no, no. no, no what time? Oh. Uh, tune in. I was gonna do Twitch, but then I got lazy as fuck too. Oh, uh, you got a multi-stream, bro. Get that Streamlabs. I don't think it's worth it. And I don't <laughs> I come on to hang out with you guys. That's about it. I don't even really mm-hmm. post much on my own shit, other than my my Instagram gets a couple some love once in a while. I'll, I'll hit I've been watching you on Insta. Yeah, I hit it's it. Hard to, I hit uh, dude, it's hard to grow on the the social media. You know what I mean? And that's it's a very frustrating thing. I feel it. You know, and, and uh, 
the social media companies, right. the, especially Facebook, is catching a lot of flack these days, very rightfully so, right? Because they they weaponize the algorithm against basically their people assume that we are all their consumers, and we actually are not. We're not their consumers. We're their product. Their consumers are the advertisers that are selling us shit. It's a really distorted system. It's it's absolutely like not how anyone would build a social network if they were not a rapacious shit heathen. You know what I mean? And so we're basically paying the price of that. And so a lot of folks. Like when their uh, Instagrams do get shut down, you know, like smash and they have to rebuild it. And sometimes that could take ages. You know what I mean? Sometimes people rebuild their, their Instagram. It gets like, no. harder and harder. That's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're making it harder and harder for cannabis or anything that is not in their wheelhouse of what they want to, you know, monetize it, whatever they think drives traffic whatever their algorithm says, if it doesn't fit in that picture. And I'm sure you guys have all seen it. If you post the right reel or the right post, it'll get a lot more traffic as long as it doesn't. Like I took a post the other day of going to town and hitting the hydro shop and this and that and the other thing. And I was smoking a joint, but there was no plants. I wasn't oh, growing yeah. anything. I wasn't, there was just a joint on my lip in one picture. And as long as it was just that, they were like, oh yeah, we'll show that to everybody. Yeah. All right. So I, I figured you can, if you have decent weed reels, it goes somewhere. If it's if it's not tagged like crazy, yeah. but some some of the tags get you hit down too that you try to put in your shit to promote it. Search your hashtags. Here's a, here's a hot tip for anybody trying to grow their cannabis shit on freaking YouTube. Search your hashtags. If nothing that looks like something you want comes up when you search it, don't use it. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, I have to be honest, I stopped using hashtags for the longest time. Uh, kind of started and stopped. I don't know. And every time I was, um, let me think, every time I was using the hashtags, I feel like I was getting uh, less likes and stuff. So I basically stopped. Somebody told me that they were not good for the new algorithm or whatever. So I stopped. Exactly. Hashtag, hashtag the camera you're using. Hashtag the company whose you know, products you, you know, whether it's your grow pots, your lights or whatever. Hashtag that shit. Don't hashtag the yeah. cannabis stuff. I will. Hashtag brains. Yeah. Or use your own personal hashtags. Mine, like, just duper things. I put that on everything. And they haven't banned it because it it doesn't really fit in their algorithm. Why do we have to, as grown adults, talk about this shit? You know what I mean? It's just the most infuriating fucking thing that we have to talk about the algorithm and this and that and social media nonsense. And it's all, again, like, it's it's for this meaningless. To get taken seriously in the industry, you have to have some sort of cred. And if That's you want to network with other people, if you don't have that cred on the street, you have to have it like on social media. Uh, tell me you haven't looked up somebody's social and like look through their stuff and see, well, do they really grow or is their shit just a bunch of, you know, shit talking? No, important you think that is, Martin, really, because I, I, I found myself saying that before and getting eye rolls from people who I would say probably had more cred, both on Instagram and otherwise. And basically they were saying, you know what I mean? And I got can, into thinking. It can go both ways. If you've got the, it on the, the street. Loud talking on the social network. You, you, you feel where I'm going. Go for it. Yeah. But if you've got it on the street, you don't need it on the social network. And sure, there is a lot of loud talking on the social network. But I mean, it's a delicate balance. You got to have something on there, though, if you want other people that are in the in the rotation to take you seriously, to buy your right. seeds or give you genetics or trade so, or work with you or give you advice. Let's really sit down and break it down to an extent. Some of these platforms become a resume to people. 
to an extent where they are relying on it and giving it out and saying, check my stuff out, man. If you want to talk to me, Instagram, you know what I mean? It's me become, up, DM me. Check out my feet. If you're yep. into it, hit me up. Yep. If you're not, whatever, walk away. And like, I don't know, like you said, try not to do like the cannabis stuff, but I just don't care anymore. If something well, you can fall, do some of both though. Stacker your post. Throw out the occasional lifestyle post in your feed. If your if your feed is nothing but 100% cannabis, you're gonna have a hell of a time getting traction. If you throw out the occasional, hey, this is me going on a ride to go get some bombs. I was watching Pedro, you know, freaking Pedro's Pedro's room. He was eating a freaking cheeseburger the other day on his freaking reels, and I thought that was great. And I'm sure that shit got shared left, right, and sideways because all he was doing was eating a cheeseburger. And <laughs> and new grows doesn't like. New grows is all like buds and flowers and shit, right? I I went through his stuff, like seen it, most of his pictures he's posted, just flowers and it? stuff, right? What about it? Uh, oh, because he he's like they have good amount of what Noob's got a good amount of followers. Loving in her eyes had a good amount before she got smacked down. That's the thing. Before she got smacked down, she had a ton. It used to be a lot easier for cannabis people to grow. Uh, It's getting, that's what he was saying. Literally no disrespect to Noob's fucking amazing photographer, great grower. Guy deserves it. Guy honestly deserves a lot more followers. Uh, Same thing with Loving in her eyes. She probably deserves, you know, I've seen a couple of cannabis people that have like, you know, 1.7 million, you know what I mean? Like there's plenty of people that have 200,000. People like that definitely deserve more than just like 40 or 50,000 things she had. And she got knocked back to zero because they basically shut her down as far as I know for nothing. And now I don't know what she's at now, but she's probably at a few tens of thousands because, you know, she's pretty popular. So it was easier for her to rebuild. But still, look, she's still way below what she was. You know what I mean? She may never get back to the same amount, which is, and that'll affect her bottom line. You know what I mean? That will act because she actually does, I guess, allegedly move, you know, uh, how do I say this? Uh, um, you might be able to find genetic preservation kits uh, uh, with her. You know what I mean? So uh, it's going to affect the eyeballs that basically see her page, see her products, and on and on and on. And uh, I'm, I, I firmly believe that, that it doesn't even have to be somebody that's organized on this. I think there's just trolls that are basically trying to do this over and over again to a bunch of readers just to fuck with them. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me talking. But uh, Well, <clears throat> the thing is, Something like, I guess, I guess what's different is like, I have, I got smacked down. I was just a boy, well, just broke a thousand. Wasn't like crazy, but I was actually gaining traction and getting a lot of followers of like a couple every day. And then they got taken down and this new account's so fucking slow. And like, no one has been like, oh, smash, smash got his account taken down. You should follow him. You know, no one's ever like supported me. Like I'm like, oh, oh fuck you. Well, yeah, you have, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Not a lot of people have, yeah. Not but a lot of people will notice it and so on. Yeah, it happens. Right exactly. Now. Like people just notice your your DM disappeared and won't even bother re looking you up. It sucks. Yeah, it takes a lot of uh, no pun intended grassroots stuff. Like in order to get this going, that's what exactly what we're here doing: talking to chat, spreading the knowledge, and answering questions and i mean that's the it sucks when they take out your fucking account but like you know what i'd like to there is tricks you can work their algorithm right back well that's what i was just gonna say marjorie but you know here's here's us basically all bitching and moaning all the time about you know poor us poor us with the instagram and trolls and stuff but i mean let's be honest the trolls and shit are not going away that's just that's part of modern life i was thinking about this a couple days ago like that's just kind of malevolent shit it's just it's part of the modern psyche now you know wherever it comes from basically there's going to be a troll 
uh, they're just, I don't know. It's a weird kind of part of, of society, but it's just, I guess it's, it, 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 I don't know, everywhere you look, and it's not just in the U.S. or anywhere else, like everywhere you look, there's like. You've got the right there. idea, though. You don't need to do any business on social media. Social media should simply be kind of like Smash was saying, a resume. It's a way for people to look at what you're into, what you do, what you're about, say something different, your Marjorie, politics, honestly. your vibe, and send all the business to your email or your website or somewhere else. Don't do that business on social well, that's, media. That's, that's what gets you taken out. I straight up know what you mean, but that's easier said than done. You know, if you already had a big website, you might not even need the Instagram profile, right? Like as far as I remember, Katsu Bluebird basically was doing newsletter and on and on. I still get his newsletter every couple of days. Honestly, it's like every, at least every week, every couple of times a week, something like that. So you can uh, keep in touch with him and see what he's doing. And I think you know, as far as I know, he's doing quite well from that, but not everybody's big enough to have a newsletter yet. Right. So how do I say this? Uh, I was just thinking to myself uh, and, you know, maybe this is on some level pissing in the wind because we all know about the, the news with Facebook and, and and all the flack they're catching, right? And how Instagram is not even a photo sharing website anymore, on and on and on and on, right? We've been talking about how they hate cannabis. But with all that said, like, isn't there a way for most of us to just kind of stay away from some of that negativity? You know, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. Like it's very easy to get sucked into, oh no, I'm complaining, complaining, complaining. On the other hand, you could focus on all the chill people that stop by, all the chill people in my feed. Like my feed is pretty good, honestly. When I scroll through it on Instagram, I have to be honest, like I've removed everybody that was problematic in any way. And basically I scroll through and I see pretty pictures of flowers. That's about it. Pretty cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's easy to focus on just kind of decent stuff and not get involved in nonsense and garbage. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is me pissing in the wind, but uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a way to actually enforce better behavior you know what i mean actually that's what i'm talking about to be honest kind of enforcing it like having a little bit of sharp elbows for the good guys for change you know what i mean because i'm kind of tired of the fucking bad guys having sharp elbows and us being all right all right all right so when you when you see a homie with a account that's being freaking uh faked uh my homie rascal farmer just recently got his first poser and i was was like yeah and they're out there sending dms to people hey you want these seeds oh you want these strains you know so say you got somebody out there pretending to be instead of fumadoro's seed company it's fumadoro's seed company you know and they add a s in there and put your same picture that you use for your you know that's how people be doing it go out and report them there's an option right there on the top of instagram report this person this person is posing as somebody i know and they'll just check your thing and go oh yeah look, he's got another people. He knows them and they're named that. And oh yeah, they got way more followers. They've been around way longer. Those people are obviously fake. Trash them. Ban them. Interesting how this uh, plays into something I've talked about before. Uh, I wonder what you think about this, Mark Duber, about the paradox of tolerance. Let me see if I can look this up. There we go. The, are you uh, talking about the, the being tolerant of intolerance more, and the fact is, is that you have to be willing to let the the you know crazy people protest in the street if you want to? <laughs> actually not. The opposite. You, you would assume oh. this. And, you know, I argued this for, for a number of years when I was in college and I started to actually read about this. So Karl Popper, after World War II, uh, he was a German philosopher and he, he saw World War II basically with his eyes. I uh, had some friends who uh, died in the camps, but also had some friends who were uh, flat out Nazis. Because, again, you know, he's a German guy. It's a complex society. Anyway, he talks about the par- paradox of tolerance. This is annoying because I can't see the whole page. There we go. Uh, states that if a society is tolerant without limit, in other words, by allowing everybody to you know, say pretty much whatever they want, let their free flag fly, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerant. 
Karl Popper described it as the seemingly paradoxical idea that in order to maintain a tolerant society, the society must retain the right to be intolerant of tolerance. Which is, it sounds like you're just, you know, what the fuck no, are you no, talking about? No, no, I get it. Basically, you're, you're, when you're, you're saying that if you if you are too SJW and PC about everything. Somebody's like, going to you know, come along yeah. with a full-on brown shirt shit. And they're going to come on and they're going to stomp flags. And we're going to be like, well, but we got to allow their point of view. Grammar Nazis are has, kind of Nazis. <laughs> what has to happen at that point is that society comes together and curb stomps I, I guess, to I guess. death forever. I guess you become a point where you just say, I'm not for either side. But, well, you know. like you were saying, being intolerant of intolerance means that if you are, if you are the kind of person that gets upset about somebody else that's not harming you, but has a belief that completely flies in the face of what you believe in, that, you know, being against that is, should be looked down on by that society that that society should, no, should look so down the, on it's more a societal thing i guess what i'm trying to say is that you as a society uh, force downward pressure on people who behave badly essentially that's what it is instead of allowing people to behave badly because you think oh man we have to be an open tolerant society those people behaving badly will eat your tolerant society from within basically they will come in butthole first like a hyena and they will start eating and they don't give a shit you know what I mean? Like, basically, they will destroy the society from the inside. That's how the Nazis did it. That's how the fascists did it. I'm using an extreme example, obviously, a really extreme example. By the way, Godwin, would, he said, like, dude, Godwin's law doesn't work anymore. Even oh, Godwin himself, he was like, dude, Godwin's law is just fucking broken now. Anyway, because uh, literally this, this argument literally did go to the Nazis. So someone out there is like, Godwin's law, bro. Uh, anyway, but I'm using an extreme example. I'm not calling fucking internet trolls on YouTube or something Nazis, right? Now, this is a stupid example. But I was using the example of the paradox of intolerance that was basically created by Karl Popper in World War II. And uh, Kaiser says it, bro. Kaiser says it. Uh, nobody knows who he is. Nobody fucking knows. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, so I guess that's that's the better way to say it. Less dramatically, less over the top, less freaking uh, 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 you know uh, uh, World War II fascists and all that kind of stuff. More just when you see bad behavior, most of us, especially we people, we're all we're we're, we're chill. You know, we're, we're like you know what we kind of look the other way on a lot of stuff, right? But I'm just thinking to myself, maybe it's time to not always look the other way on stuff. I don't know. And I'm thinking openly because, frankly, I don't know. Maybe that's opening up the world too. With we need to fight for our rights more. Very much so. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that we like are losing. Like I'm in New York right now and I I was talking to homies. Well, talking to homies here and stuff. And they're allowed to grow four plants. Kind of like, I guess they have four veg plants, some weird veg plant and like couple of flower plant minimums like small minimums and stuff but like no one's ever gonna in new york gonna go to the state building and be like we want more plants like this isn't fair you know it's just they said a lot and people are happy with it because it's something new they're complacent and they're happy with it yeah i get it i have this theory that like republicans like when they legalize weed because then it gets less liberals to the there's one less you know swing issue for the libs to go out and vote on i don't even pay attention to that shit I, I'm, if they did believe that let them go ahead and do it jesus fucking christ well um, most people don't vote anyway you know proof proofs in the pudding on that one believe it or not actually <laughs> last couple of elections have been a lot better we used to have like 40 percent turnout true, last true. couple of elections have been quite a bit higher uh yeah. we're still nowhere near 
Australia has like mandatory voting. No, so, like, I don't know if I'm proud of that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because I, I mean, I have mixed feelings because you certainly get yeah. a lot of protest voters and stuff. People voting for Mickey Mouse because fuck you for making me vote, right? But at the same time, like, what's the point of having a democratic society if most of the people are not even voting and the society is basically controlled by the rich? I'm just like, basically, you're just. You just have paper votes every once in a while to justify whatever the fuck you are. Move decide. into oligarchy or, you know, plutocracy, you know, we're like, the, yeah, the, the, the haves control and the have nots live there. Dude, we used to make fun of the Soviet Politburo and stuff, right? Like uh, way back when, I guess we, I was a kid then, but still people used to make fun of the Soviet Politburo <laughs> for being super old and having very low turnover and on and on. Evidently, the U.S. Senate is older and has lower turnover than the Soviet Politburo ever did. Like they're fucking 80 years old. All of them. They don't, none of them have ever sent an email. I've said this and I have no disrespect to older people, none whatsoever, but they should be enjoying their candidly. Like they should be enjoying their life instead of running the country and not knowing what an email is. I see see a guy in the grocery store today wearing a t-shirt. He's wearing a t-shirt says I recently achieved level 40 or upgrade 40 point. Oh, and I was like, hey, yeah, me too. You know, he's like, oh, it's terrible. And I go, no, no, it's cool. Like the world panders to, you know, us now. Like, it's great. Like, you know, they, they're remaking shit from my childhood. And like, the, you know, all of the all of the advertising campaigns are now targeted at, you know, millennials. It's great. I love, I love, you know, being in a generation that's coming into their power. Those 80 year olds aren't going to live forever. And you know who's going to take over for them? Their kids. Right now. We're definitely 70 year olds. Honestly, no, no, no. the 80-year-olds no. to die. No, no we're it's already happening. People like Andrew Young and like yeah. kind of like younger generations coming in and trying to run for states and then higher. And on both long. sides, the Republicans are realizing exactly. this too and realizing that they're having a better chance running younger candidates, you know, ones in their, you know, early 40s, maybe 50s. But like, they, yeah, the gray hairs don't win anymore. It's hard. You know what's, uh, what's going on, Solshine? I just oh, kind I of look in the bucket. Sorry, Solshine. Oh, there you are. Hey, buddy. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Just sipping on some coffee, uh, nice. smoking some forbidden fruit, uh-huh. and uh, about to make some bubble hash. I've been starting to learn that. I feel like uh, I was just listening in the background, debating whether to come on or not, and, uh, you know, whether... I could just do this in the background or do this while listening. But then you guys started talking about uh, preserving our freedom as a community and uh, keeping that fight alive. So I feel like a little bit summoned to it. Yeah, but, very apropos, know, man. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important now. So uh, it's important that we show up for it. You know, me, the listeners, you guys here, because, uh, you know, just like what's happening now is based on the past. Right. Mm. Like the future is based on now. What do, you, what do you got there, Smash? Just the jars, like how I, I, I like. Oh, nice! In my suitcase to come up. Uh, from the the first dispenser on the border, obviously. Uh, wow. what was I going to say? Um, uh, Solshine, uh, how are you doing the the bubble hash? Like, what's your what's your method going to be tonight? Looks like you have multiple buckets. Yeah, so I, I've Dude. been just oh starting to God. learn. Look how rich he is with multiple buckets, jeez. All right. Well, hey, I hear in Jamaica, actually, 
it's hard to buy a bucket off of somebody because they're valuable. But yeah, I heard that from Bubble Man. Oh, that's right. You're down there in the Caribbean. And I... Yeah, anyways, so I got this, uh, just got these real simple bags gifted to me. You know, they're bubble, bubble, bubble bag dude bags, right? So just, you know, one of the many options there. And uh, they were a gift, and it coincided around the time that uh, Frenchie passed. Mm-hmm. I had been kind of putting off uh, learning to make bubble hash for a while. I had helped actually, like in the early days of legalization in Washington, with those uh, apex supercritical reactors. I don't know if people remember those, but helped consult to get those installed and stuff. But I hadn't worked with actually my with my own two hands and my own home grow uh, getting the hash to come about so you know i was inspired by the gift the passing of a frenchie who was somebody i was hoping to learn more from it corresponded very briefly with and uh yeah so kind of doing that in his honor doing that in uh also in honor of i guess uh freedom to do this in our homes and the freedom to like grow plants and still make hash and yeah well said cheers dude uh frenchy taught a lot of people to actually wash the hash instead of just uh uh civet or whatever else in the sorry i'm looking for an emoji here and i can't find it dang it i'm looking for the rock and roll fingers for octotom i can't find it well, well, stupid well. emotion yeah these stupid emo- really? how do y'all feel about- i just scrolled right by it oh dang it there it is there we go all right since it took so long he gets two of them there we go cheers octotom uh say, um, what's that d is that a soul, uh, eight pen Oh, that's probably his uh, freaking Dynavap or whatever. Oh, wait, know that. Um, ah. good, good old Rolly, you know. I uh, I like to roll them around about the size of my pinky. So I, it looks a bit like a vape pen. It's fun. Yeah. I smoke these all the time, but I'll hand one of these to somebody at a party or something. A couple hits off of it, they'll be like, God, it's fucking hogs like you pass me. I'm gonna pass out here. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I know Fumi with the continual joint roll can identify with that too. I got I gotta roll one actually. Let me say it. You joint shaming me. Uh what was it gonna say? Uh yeah, uh so uh, Frenchie taught well man alive, he taught probably everybody everything about like bubble hash. Like uh hash used to suck, I think. Um let's see here what did i learn from frenchie's videos i didn't even get to, get to take a class from him i fuck i could have taken a class and like for the rest of my life i'll remember don't ever pass something like that up there were two spots left and i got an email probably like everybody else on his freaking uh, email list got an email but the thing is that i got like a second email so for sure i could have definitely like i thought about it thought about it. i could have definitely gotten it in the meantime that i thought about it they were like there's one spot left blah 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 at the bay area which is not honestly that far like i could have driven there in a day like less than a day like i've driven to los angeles in one day before like i could have been there gone to the course probably then slept after that and then driven back in like you know the world's best weekend and i didn't because i was a dumbass like a fucking dumbass and they never had because covid hit and everything else anyway but he had a ton of stuff on uh online and so i learned about just dumb because i haven't made hash in over a year but anyway i used to make a lot of hash uh, washing the hash basically in the bag. So you can actually wash the hash, especially let's say in the 90 or in the 70 bag or whichever bag, 120 bag. You can actually, um, sometimes he would even use two bags and he would actually go back and forth and 
um, I think we're really looking for. Well, whatever. It's basically kind of sieve the, the the hash with the water, and you clean off any impurities, basically, and also kind of push them through. Um, and then also like the multiple buckets. Fuck, that was a delightful revelation. Instead of like actually like putting all of them in one bucket and having like a nightmare of a time, actually multiple buckets and just kind of lift them up and whatever. Oh my fucking god, beautiful. Anyway, uh, Mike's, you're probably right, man. Uh, Fumi saying, he said, uh, Fumi and I would probably have smoked 20 joints in one sesh. Uh, how long is one sesh, by the way? Because a sesh could be like half a day. We could smoke them. Those are rookie numbers. Let's, let's pull those numbers up, man. We could, we could probably do 20 each. I wouldn't be surprised if we could do 20 each. How do you guys feel about dry sift? Dry sift is lovely. It's just really oh, hard to get. Well, I recently have noticed this thread going on on Instagram about water being a solvent. So technically, water hash is not solventless. Wes and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe only. And uh, he was saying how he prefers his uh, dry sift. He's a lucky bugger because he has a pretty substantial garden. So he can pretty easily come up with uh, uh, very, very workable quantities of sift. Even anybody with a trim bin. Well, man, that's the thing, actually. My trim bin almost never has any sift. It's the most fucking annoying thing about my grow. Like, most of my trichomes are kind of greasy, honestly. And so they don't really, they come off on, like, my scissors. They come off as, like, finger hash and scissor hash, but they don't come off as sift. Uh, The drier stuff, like, when I let it really, 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 really dry. You got to get it bone But I have to kind of, but that's the thing. I don't ever really have anything like that because I've already You can actually take... Here's a hot tip from the dube. You can take a little bit of dry ice and throw it in your bubble bag. And I just mean like a couple of cubes, not a lot. And shake that around in your bubble bag with no water and it will freeze the trichomes off. The the, the reason people don't like the, the, I'm thinking about it because it's not a bad idea. Uh, the dry ice takes off trichome heads like nobody's fucking business. But the problem is if you only use dry ice ice, then it'll take off everything because it basically freezes everything like green stuff and the stems and just the, the well, bug feed and whatever exactly else. Everything but that's either. what I'm just thinking. If you only use maybe like a tiny little cube or something. Even that's, still, that's what I'm saying. You get a couple of pellets. My place sells it in like little pelletized. They're like, uh, I don't know, an oh, inch or two long that. and like about as thick as your finger. I don't know. Hydro shop. They they sell probably a thousand pounds a week. I, I gotta. I'm in the heart of cannabis in industry country, so my hydro shop serves some some big players. They got like, you guys want to get jelly? CO2 tanks are currently thirteen bucks for a refill at my hydro shop, even with the gas crunch. For twenty pounds. Thank you again to Vladimir Putin for making the world such a nice place. Evidently, it's him. I'm just thinking like. Shut off the spigots and stuff. I don't know what I'm thinking. I forgot. Um, circus chicks. That was the first thing I could think of. Jumper pole. Right. This is a good good tip. So when you get your dry ice, make sure you're doing it from like an, an actual ice company because they have like ice and oil comp- so a lot of people get worried about re- re- residuals being left over from the ice not even just from the like physical dry ice but from the plant or just stupid shit smart and, you know I mean? smart and final sells food grade dry ice just so you know yeah. so you want food grade or 
like something like that if you're gonna use something like this. Just like anything you do though, like food grade, everything pretty much. Food grade. Oh God, not bears again. I just literally couldn't think of the I should have thought of the joke before I started. I thought I would think of it before it came out, but it didn't. One of those kinds of days. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I guess I can change the subject back to hash. Soulshine, uh, what's the the best hash you've ever made? Was there a time that you thought to yourself, "Fuck yeah, that's some hash"? I just started making hash, so I'm a total newbie to the hash game. I there was this one very, time I thought I fucking nailed it. Simple setup, and I used to help people, you know, with their Apex machines in the past, or that's similar cool. other super critical machines, custom mods and things, but. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was some really good, uh, super critical, I guess you could call it hatch that came out of that, but, uh, I wasn't the person actually making it, you know? So I can't really answer that because, uh, it would only be the, the maybe few times that I've made, uh, like rosin or bubble hatch. Dude, I nailed it one time. I just totally nailed it. And, uh, I thought nobody was going to share it with me, but then I actually took it somewhere. Unfortunately, I ended up sharing it with kind of okay they weren't douchebags but a couple of the people were douchebags but it was like this event that you know you're, you're trying to show off with like uh, uh friends or i don't know what am i trying to say um i can't think of anything today what are you uh when you go to a convention what are you trying to do apparently i'm stoned as balls today uh Jimmy was trying to flex uh, no <laughs> i well i guess i was kind of i was trying to flex at that yeah, uh, event and then they just kind of ended up all being like unpleasant people i didn't really like to, to and just strangely uncooperative i don't know whatever uh but here's so we use the word yeti uh how about ratchet okay yeah, that'll work it was really right no 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 i think ratchet see that's the thing i'm not hip enough to use the word ratchet i might have used it wrong just then <laughs> It was really rainy here today, and like it was kind of sad. Like everything that I walked like around, it wasn't anything someone grew. You know, it's all, it, all, all in turkey bags, fucking small mm -hmm. nugs, trimmed up tight, real, real yeah, tight. Yeah, all yeah. kind of look the same. You can see that. You can see that home quality. Like uh, Soshan brought some delightful weed the other day. You can see the home quality, basically, just like when you crack open the jar. Even when you look at the lid, it's handwritten, on and on. Like it all shines through. It was dirty. Thanks, man. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Cheers, dude. Keep forgetting what the name on the strain was. Was it the the, dur the durian one? Was it the Overflow OG? I was thinking okay, it was like, so the oh, durian sorry. one was forbidden fruit that I self right, right, on right, itself, right. and so it's like feminized. And then I selected out one that I call the durian fina, and it yeah it has that kind of like rot, rotten but not rotten in the way that durian has. If anyone has had that tropical fruit, so I think that was my favorite of yours, honestly. How funny! And then the overflow OG was the other one that was uh, that people seem to enjoy a lot. And that one's an archive. Uh, cut that I got from the archive here in people. Fond of diaper terps and like, you know, burnt rubber and the nasty ones. Oh, are, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Those are my jam. Like, yeah, you could take your, I go, if, if I'm ever like in a dispensary picking up flavors or something, I'm like, you got anything gross? Like, what's the most OG, gassy, nasty, funky, dirty feet, cheese, 
<laughs> no, keep me away from the banana and the melon and the yeah. Give me, give me I some really nasty love banana. Holy freaking hell! I love banana. Like my gas funky papaya rum cake. I saved like a little bit for this trip, but I literally wouldn't let people smell it because as soon as they do, they ask for some. And I'm like, no, this is mine. I brought this. I I I found this here for me. That's, that's why you get one of those little six shooters with the like single snap balls. You'd be like, you want to hit here? No, nah, I just have a little. <laughs> I, or, or I just, I those. Dude, I know the feeling, man. When you got something, you're like, no, man, I'm not going to share this. This is for me. You, you, if you have enough stuff to share with other people, I'm just like, dude, no, 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 you just go. Like, so what you got? <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. It just depends. You know what I mean? Like if it's something that just you totally freaking dig and it's your total jam, maybe it's like that's your evening uh, uh, joint or something. Not the thing that you'd smoke all day. That would be kind of weird. That's just like you go bogarting it. But I could totally imagine if you had like five things with you and you're sharing four things and you save the last one pretty much just for yourself for an evening joint because you only have a little bit of it. Like I could totally dig that. I just finished like my harvest and I only have my favorite plant was the the number one pheno see what i mean you know and i like kind of stashed it away and i knew i was coming up here for this weekend so i put i don't know like a half a jar in the closet and forgot about it and smoked smoked on the twit well it's not the oh, twin but feeling. the you other find a half a jar of something you really liked yeah yeah the, I, the other one's sweet though the other papaya rum cake's like a sweet green tea-ish is what everyone says when they smell it i mean mardu you're 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 catching this vibe like we're trying to, to bogart the weed from you imagine you got that nice shelf of uh, uh scotch back there imagine um i don't know what do you want to imagine Imagine, let's say your 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 significant other, your your better half, your your partner, uh, invites some some you know pretty decent friends. They're they're chill people, but they don't know a fucking thing about scotch. They really don't know anything. A hole in the Dude, wall. Tell me about, this. about my, it. My brother in law came up the other day, and I poured him a shot of scotch, and or I poured him a Glencairn of scotch, you know, a couple fingers, and he took it like a shot. And I go, bro, you know, no, no, you're supposed to smell it and taste it, and like sip it, and not just like. And so would you have given him your, your absolute favorite bottle that is unre- like irreplaceable? It's basically something that you bought and it's a limited edition, one of a hundred. You can never get it again. Yeah. yeah. You'd share it with that guy instead of, let's say, Smash, who comes over, who's like a total scotch, like free fiend. Uh, he'll, he'll notice the walnut and the fucking I would not cinnamon I thigh. I would not turn down anybody who asked me for a shot or whatever if they came in and said can i try that one and it was like yo you know how hard it was to get that bottle and it was like three bills and like oh uh, yeah sure no, no questions asked. I, wouldn't even I would honestly say hey how about you try one of these instead i would Bro, be like I my- this is excellent it's gonna blow your fucking mind it's gonna just absolutely your your your, your brain is gonna fall off I've, I'm and the guy I still have my favorite my, thing still. I'm, I'm the guy who's given my mat to a new guy in the freaking in the intake. I'm the guy who's freaking like given my hoodie to a dude who just got released from the hospital in the middle. I was there for my mom at a heart attack a couple years ago. This guy gets released at two o'clock in the morning. I'm outside of the hospital smoking a joint. And this guy's like, 
they cut his clothes off him and released him at two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, bro, take my hoodie. And it was a badass Avarex with the freaking dead native Indian zip over the face. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a nice hoodie that I had for years and I loved it. But dude, dude needed a hoodie. He had a shirt cut off him. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I always, uh, I, there's a lot of religious fanatics in my neighborhood and I say, it's not about being Christian. It's about being Christ-like, like that straight up. What would Jesus do? And I think that like, regardless of your beliefs, I'm talking about Jesus? Pe- 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 yeah. People like that would give you the fucking shirt off their back that they, if you want to, if you want to be holier than thou, just remember That's that not Jesus, true. Uh, Jesus, supply side Jesus, Jesus would have, uh, supply it. side Jesus. <laughs> oh god you got you got a whole different church then brother yeah props for that like giving nature though i that's a thing that i think our society is uniquely uh vapid in you know we missed that and uh there's like so well, like you were talking like, about intolerance earlier super cool to everybody because they might be a god you know was the excuse but how it manifested as is just like goodness to your neighbor and just treat everybody like they could be a god you know and that's some like real good shit it's what we like, like try we to were base talking about intolerance earlier what is bad behavior and our, has our society allowed bad behavior to you know run rampant because it's societally acceptable late that's stage capitalism perfect, perfect example you know yeah yeah it's all based on that i mean where do you think all the native americans went other than like you know People like me who are intermixed in or people on reservations or, you know, but it's like like, a million compared to what it would be. Right. Unless it was based on straight up genocide. I mean, of course, it's from Penguin Group. (laughs) Gotta have penguins. Bitcoin broke 61. Lars is over there getting rich. And I guess I am, too. This was uh, Al Franken supply side Jesus. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like that, that Michael Moore made a joke like that in one of his documentaries, too, about <laughs> Jesus, you know, supporting, uh, uh, you know, non-socialized capitalist health care. Oh, you have a pre-existing condition. I cannot heal you. But I'm not trying to make it a religious thing. And I know that's probably a, 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 a you know raw spot for a lot of people. But anyway, uh, it's about being good to your phone. I always say, here's a good one. Neighborhood is not a place. It's a state of mind. You take it with you where you go. They say it takes a village, right? That's what your mama says. Yeah, and there's those examples in every culture. So, like, it might be Jesus in the neighborhood you were talking about, right? But then, like, in another neighborhood, it could be Buddha and, like, your Buddha nature. In other ones, it could be like you're exonerating like the virtues of Krishna or Ram, right? Or there's you know, all around the world different archetypes for this. But like, I feel you, man. It's this generosity archetype that, I mean, where is that archetype in our society, right? You can point to the money archetype. You can point to the banker archetypes and these these larger than life business archetypes, entrepreneur, Silicon Valley archetypes, right? But like, where is that? archetype you were referring to you know the christ the buddha the krishna they're out there walking the streets every day giving rides to homeless people and throwing out burritos and handing out stocks to hobos you know 
I keep a pair of socks in my car at all times in case I ever freaking get hit up by a hobo that needs something. I'm like, yo, you know what you need more than anything? A pair of socks. Very nice. Uh, I don't think the society is that way right now. You know, like, I don't think we see, I don't know, like a sense of generosity. I think we kind of see the opposite, perhaps. That's the, I don't know, maybe that's even what I was talking about earlier. Maybe we, we need a, a more generous uh, uh, perspective or something more uh, kind, more giving, maybe. Less judgmental. I don't know. It's easier to say than do, of course, but. Hey, Jesus know. and the super best friends. That's uh, Shannon, Shannon said right there. That's all we just, yeah, you know, sure, little Jesus and super best friends. Uh, Your mama says it takes the Upper East Side. Nice, Mike. Right on. Hey, whatever it takes in your neighborhood to get it going. Even if it's even if it's drilling wells in India to you know make sure you get you get your next contract, hmm. no no D names there. Uh, I think I'm lost on that one. Oh, uh, it's a, some Fos drama. You know I love the Fos. Fos? Oh, the phospholode. No, 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 Fos the uh, the the lighting company, the the one that's. Taking the world by storm. Oh, you're talking they about got, like, phosphorus from India or something? Uh, I'm pretty sure their lights are made in China somewhere. I can't find anybody that works at the factory. I've been looking. I did literally make a Facebook post in the Henderson Perump local Facebook group and like was like, you know, is anybody actually work there? And I couldn't find anybody. Some people were like, oh, with the what? What factory? And so they claim to be a local U.S. made factory. Well, Everybody claims to be made. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to say, "Oh, we're direct from China, Alibaba shipper." Might as well just buy it there. Everybody's like, "No, no, we're based in, you know, California." Not everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, "Don't uh, what the fuck are they called?" Gavita. Well, they say their stuff is made in uh, China. Or maybe yep. they don't. Maybe they're maybe they're uh, uh, they're honest about it. But Gavita is owned by Hawthorne, who's owned by freaking Monsanto. So, like, you know, you want to give your money to the devil? Go ahead, fork right. it over. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, good um, shout out. They're taking over like crazy. Hawthorne, Agron LLC, Hawthorne, and the weird thing is, we were talking about Kaiser Sose earlier. This is who's really running all this shit is like some unnamed Eastern European mafia investors that are like backing a lot of this stuff. That who, know, who knows? Seems to be a lot of like, you know, shadowy Eastern European figures connected to a lot of these big picks and pans companies that aren't really selling or growing cannabis. But, you know, they're helping those who do. Or allegedly helping those who do. I mean, they know that at the fall of the Soviet Union, it was the train tracks and the fucking, uh, literally the trains on the train tracks and everything else that made all the money. You know, they would just buy up entire coal mines, whatever else, and be a billionaire overnight. And then after that, you could buy anything. You could buy companies in the West, you could buy fucking entire coastlines of Paris or of, of France, whatever. You want to um, sell lights and nutrients and freaking irrigation systems? Uh, I, dude, I caught Floroflex the other day. They made some post where they were literally chipping the the stuff that their drivers are encased in out of the lights to show the drivers because the drivers are encased in the stuff. They were like, "Look, we have a driver on everything. Let's just chip. Let's just chip the shit out." And I'm like, I comment on their Instagram. I'm like, why why are you chipping the shit out? Don't you make your lights or at least have them made for you? Can you order a like 
demo one instead of taking a hammer and screwdriver to it. It's weird. And then post it to Instagram. Watch us take a hammer and screwdriver to our own light. Uh, are you supposed to do that, by the way? Are you supposed to chop the light with a screwdriver when you get it home or something? It looked weird, bro. It looked really weird. I was like, man, I would not, I would not have posted that. I mean, if that was my, I mean, that's, that's like showing, showing some, some, look at this batch of seeds I'm releasing right now. Look at how weird they're growing. A bunch of freaks here. They're all Herman and the flower structures uneven. Buy some. Dude, I've heard people use that sales pitch, believe it or not. I've heard it before. Like, look at this freak show from like kind of bigger breeders, honestly. I don't remember who. I guess I don't want to say who either. But uh, I want to say it's not the first time that I've heard somebody actually say that. And I feel like they actually sold stuff. Like, that's a sales cannabis, pitch for something. Cannabis flowers in. Fuck, give the light to me before you take a hammer to it. It was funny. There was a bunch of people in the comments literally saying, Can I have that? Fixed you. You right. just beat the shit up and can't sell. There was a group of people in the comments saying that. And I was like, just saying, it's kind of weird. Why wouldn't you order one from Mar- your manufacturer? Roll, man. You should just let Martin Dewar talk for a little bit. Go for it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean, no, my mom says I hold forth. No, we're, we're, we're enjoying <laughs> it. Uh, let's see here. Martin Dewar, hold forth upon, uh, I don't know, something. I mean, Smash, what do you think? Uh, his favorite strain or, I don't know. What annoys you, Martin Dewar? What annoys you about the weed community? I did ask Smash what he thought, actually. Go ahead, who, Smash. Who is Mark? Who is Mark Duper? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, it's a, that's a long-ass story. But, uh, I mean, as far as cannabis goes, uh, I started growing in the mid-90s. I got my first felony bust in 99 when I was 18 years old and uh, was pretty much blacklisted from everything. I mean, going to college was like a waste of time because – didn't matter. You got a cannabis felony on your record. They're going to, nobody's going to hire you. You know I mean? Like this was pre, you know, pre the end of prohibition. I remember the first guy in my, in my uh, felony probation class. And then after that, I got in trouble with the law several more times. My, my last charge was in 2006. I got caught bringing a couple hundred pounds across the Mexican border. And that was what I got like federal trouble. And then when, when we became legal in 16, like I got after it again, like hard. I had to take a break. Like everybody was talking earlier about quitting drinking and everything. Believe it or not, Mr. Marduber was in Narcotics Anonymous for like four and a half years. I started meetings. I counseled people. I was that Bob Saget guy that like got up in meetings and was like, I'm here for weed. And they're like, and what else? And I'm like, just the weed. I, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> But yeah, literally had to go through all that. Uh, Weed and Joe. Oh, yeah. I got my kids taken away. I had to go get my kids back from child services wearing shackles and oranges. I mean, I I did the whole nine yards as far as like the, uh, what do they call that now? They're they're giving them the social justice uh, uh, contracts or whatever they're they're giving out to people. Equity. Social equity contracts, yeah, where they're saying, oh, you can grow weed because you got busted and done wrong back in the day when weed was illegal. But, you know, if I lived in, yeah, if I lived in Los Angeles or somewhere other than deep in red Trump country, um, you know, everybody thinks California is a lovely land of free cannabis. I got to drive 30 miles to get to a dispensary and there's a complete blanket ban on outdoor cultivation in my county and they're real kind of 
Nazis, for lack of a better word, about uh, uh, how many plants you can have and whether or not they're secured. And it's pretty, pretty wild. I mean, not everywhere in California is like that. It's not all friendly country, but it's kind of wild. Um, I don't know. I, I run a large apple ranch for my like day job. I got about 35 acres of apples and about 60 acres of backcountry and creeks and whatnot. So I, 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 I'm, I'm a longtime horticulturist before I was a like cannabis grower. Like I grew I know up where Smash farm. is flying for vacation. That's for sure. Smash, you've been talking about uh, riding dirt bikes and stuff somewhere, right? I want yeah. I got country, bro. The only problem is that he's gonna throw apples at you. No, no, I I haven't gotten on this year. We had a fire, so wrapping the end of this story up. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the El Dorado fire that happened uh, last year in California. Um, That burned right through my property. We lost about 30 acres, uh, a bunch of apple trees. Uh, Most of my water system all melted and tanks were melted and all the pipes were melted and wells were buried. I've been just like digging out. Uh, bowl of seeds. I'm in the U.S., California. Yeah, that's rough, man. I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, it is what it is. You got to take it in stride. The thing is that you cannot guarantee. You know, tomorrow is never promised. The only thing constant is change. You have to be willing to accept whatever it is that life throws at you. And I think the more adverse your background is, like the more struggles you've gone through, the more time in jail, the more. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking today watching my Instagram feed. A lot of these people have never lived on $25,000 a year or less. And it really shows like, you know, the, the, the poverty line is a real thing. I got, like I said, I got a felony young. I had kids young. I raised a mess at my, my oldest child is in college. My youngest is in diapers. So I got a whole group of kids and I was a single dad for a lot of years to several of them. And, you know, I've done all that. I think, the, the, the like I said, the more challenging your life is, the more you appreciate, you know, when it's not, you know, challenging. Any day that I'm not like locked up and in shackles or whatever, especially you know, I'm able to like grow weed and talk to people on the Internet and interact with you know, like minded individuals, and meet people on the streets and give people a ride or. You know, buy somebody lunch is what it is, man. It, I, it, that's a blessing. And you just, everything you have is the moment. Speaking of Narcotics Anonymous, I had a, a sponsor once that told me, if you have your left foot in yesterday and your right foot in tomorrow, you're pissing all over today and that's all you got. And I, you know, there's a lot of ways to say that, but literally the, this moment that, that we're in right now with you and me and chat and smash and fumador this is all that exists everything else is a fallacy the past is a fading memory the future is unpromised you don't know what could be next i had an aa sponsor once tell me bunch of shit in one hand and hope in the other and tell me which one fills up first yeah my granddad say that (laughs) wish though he'd say shit in one hand and wish in the other one of those will fill up first Oh man! So I'm gonna take a little dab here of some. Oh, you guys are gonna hate this dispensary bot stuff, but it's 99.69 percent. So Craig is totally at the dispensary in Portland. I just saw a sign. God, you got a blue building yet? (laughs) (laughs) Just a sign, no blue building yet. (laughs) It's gonna be on, and of course they picked a pretty hip uh, street to be on. It's gonna be on, I guess, division or something. 
my legs. Oh, oh, of course. Only the people fine, are going to be talking about Pacho, the, gelato, fucking whatever the shit. Bro, their location in Florida, I watched the build out and they were just posting how they had product rolling out of there. And I'm thinking, bro, you just finished the build last week. How the fuck do you have product? No, that came off somewhere else. There's no fucking oh, way. Yeah. All cookies and jungle boys, when they're opening up a dispensary, what they do is they'll find a grower growing one of their strains and they'll wholesale the price and just leave them as their strain. No, they set up a grower to grow one of their strains. See, uh, my, my, one of my favorite guys, I don't know if anybody on the West Coast, or they're moving out to Michigan and, and stuff lately here too, Clout King. And he was kind of, I don't know, I don't know who, the, who backs Clout King because he's very secretive about who exactly he is. But uh, <laughs> what they do, his and hers grows, we're talking about, they're under an NDA. They give them strains. They have them grow them before the release. And then they release them in the state, you know, when the time comes. But, yeah, they have other licensed growers jump on it. Whose facility is well, I, I seen an Instagram post from a grower, a farmer, and he was like, yo, they bought this from me. <laughs> won't even give me credit. Definitely seen that post before. I can't remember who though. I've been I guess, slept. I guess it depends on the contract, right? Did they say that it was going to show the name or not? You know, that's true. I mean, I've noticed that too with like cannabis photographs. Like if you pay attention, you can kind of recognize people's uh, styles, right? And so there are quite a few photographers that you'll you'll see their their name uh, post like Eric Nug shots or whatever. And then every once in a while, I mean, not him specifically, but every once in a while, you'll see somebody post a photo that was obviously one of those guys, but it doesn't include their name. They probably paid a little bit more or negotiated a little bit more so they don't have to show the name, you know, or maybe the photographer negotiated poorly or something. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about? Like you, you could, um, there's like different rates if you show your name oh, yeah. versus if you don't show those, your name. Those macros especially are really signature. You can tell one macro photographer from another and like Eric Nugshots is really famous for it. Yeah. He does a lot of work for Bodie and uh, Bodie gets called out all the time. Be like, oh man, these are really great photos. And he's like, yeah, honestly, I don't take photos. And every once in a while, yeah, you'll see one that's like posted without the, without the tag. I mean, I started to kind of like tag my stuff, like my pictures. I really like just, I don't know. But what I was going to be funny and say, listen, I can post a fucking Instagram reel or a post about cannabis and like four people tell me to hit someone up and they'll promote me. <laughs> oh, yeah. The 800,000 follower, like, um, you get that to promote too? channels. That's all bullshit. Oh, a third of the internet's full of robots. Yeah. It's funny because they hit. They usually hit me in like twos and threes. The same, different people tag the same account. I mean, uh, if you got a YouTube, you probably get the the spam, weird like message comments in your in your videos that are like nonsensical. Four fourteen point three four. Yeah. yeah all kinds of I got a bunch hey, of them. spam links. Like, you you see all the like they're like. I don't know. I want to say like porn ads kind of in like a text form. You guys see those things? They're, they pop up every once in a while. Don't click those on. Don't click you, on those. You, get, you get a text message saying there's hot moms in your area? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about on my YouTube videos. Like the first, sometimes I would post a video and the first couple yes. of people would be like, oh, check out my channel. 
big boot, like stupid something like that. <laughs> you guys sure you're, that? I'm sure you're a total real human woman. Yeah, I bet you if you went back Genuine. to the school, What's up, fellow kids. <laughs> I report yeah. them every time they do it. But I don't think it half does. The time, half the time they're already gone. You go to report them and they're like, oh, yeah, that user doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already got caught. It's pretty frustrating. Do. Oh, I'm smoke some uh, sour cherry Morgana, by the way. Uh, still drinking this uh, Liter Obiro. Uh, this is the, what is this again? Polliner uh, Oktoberfest beer. With the, the Paul, like P A U. See, I'm you used to the, spell it. No, there's a Dutch one with, oh, P O L A N E R. Paul, Polliner. Polliner. Is that like the off brand beer? Is that like the grocery outlet beer? Like, no, no, it's a it's a popular Dutch brand. Like, was it? I don't mean to insult the Dutch. Shit. Bomb, bomb Dutch law. Which is I know Polliner. They're super old too. They'd be like, we got we got a very old for beer. Sixteen thirty four. Okay, they're not as old as I thought they were. Oh, that's that's pretty old, bro. I mean, before the sixteen hundreds, records are sketchy. Like that's the deal. Is is like if anybody who's done ancestry or genealogy will tell you. Like you you dig back before like sixteen something, and unless you're from like a specific area, records are sketchy. Or unless you were royalty or something. I'm the twenty first. Uh, hey, speaking of Duber, I'm the twenty first great grandson of Robert the Bruce. I am Scottish royalty. I think you've heard that. I've heard you say that before. Interesting. Well, maybe. I forgot it, but I think I have heard you say it. I am officially a lord now. So, how about that? Oh, you get one of those plots? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a laird. Not so, a have you thought about Scotland? Have you thought going back to Scotland and declaring yourself like king? Or prince? No. Yeah, but no, no, it, no. I got to buy a couple in like the same area so I can have like a kingdom. And well, I was talking like, about uh, Marduber, but well, either one of you really, have you thought about becoming a prince? I, I guess why have none of us ever really thought about that? Like, there's actually uh, a kind of like Michael Scott. Enough, I declare bankruptcy. I did look into that. There is a program for those who are descended that can prove their descent from uh, Irish or Scottish uh, farmers, and you can get what's called a crofter's permit, which allows you to farm on historic land of your clan. Usually it's in BFE nowhere where nobody wants to farm, but you know, a bunch of rocks and shit. But if you if you really wanted to like there's it's kind of like a homesteading program for the descendants of uh uh Irish and Scottish expats, yeah, people who immigrated or were in more likely than immigrated were forced into immigration through indentured servitude or debtors, you you know, slavery or some such tool that was used to you know, move a lot. People forget about that, that like, you know, I'm not trying to minimize what happened to the people of color, but like a lot of white people were enslaved as well, especially those of like, you know, Celtic, Celtic, Celtic descent. You know, you got, you got sent and some for, yeah, some for seven years, some for, you know, 20 years, some for life. It it happened where people were just like, you know, well, that's it. You're gone. You can never come back. And like, if you're lucky, maybe you can let somebody, you know, work hard enough to let somebody sell you your freedom. 
there's still a difference because it was not, uh, there's different levels of slavery, right? Like the, the Catholic church actually uh, allowed slavery for a while. The, the uh, Roman empire certainly had quite a bit of slaves and there were a bunch of different kinds. Ottomans, Persians. Chattel slavery. And then there was basically all kinds of lesser forms of slavery, right? Where, for example, your owner in full chattel, I mean, they, you, they own you like an animal. They could slaughter you on the street corner. That nobody could say anything because you're, you're just literally property. Whereas there were circumstances where you were a slave that had some rights. You know, your owner couldn't kill you or couldn't do this or couldn't do that. Like, that would be a, a murder, maybe. If that's they killed that's you kind of like the, the, the Vikings of their thraldom, you know, where the people were taken as as servants, but, like, they were still treated with some sort of respect, at least. And, you know, not uh, – they weren't like a lower class of people. They still could marry and, you know, win their freedom. And it, it was all pretty set in simple system Somehow i don't visualize that that was where the word enthrall comes from but is it i don't know yes are you enthralled yes. by being put in chains but treated yes halfway you recently? you you are enthralled when yeah exactly that's exactly what thralled them and enthralled the, the root words yeah if you're into philology or you know the study of language Interesting. Yeah, straight up thralled them that's 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 where it comes from uh but people say that weed makes you do them okay uh cannabis uh weed makes it dumb okay uh, no if, i can't do it okay if okay I, if, if i didn't weed makes dumb okay oh you're bad okay cheers what's going on kenny just chill out like this Listen to the show we're not going to kill kenny we're going to make our uh, uh we're going to make the strongest possible effort not to kill kenny <laughs> Dude, he's wearing a hoodie, though. He is wearing a red hoodie, man. Holy crap. It's not good. <laughs> Although it's red, maybe that's the safe hoodie. Maybe as long as it's not orange, it's fine. Should I put it up? <laughs> then you're going to cover your mouth. Yeah. Uh, anybody who doesn't watch South Park, I pity Was that you. Is there anybody who hasn't watched South Park at this point? Like, I wonder, like, I wonder. If, you, if you talk to somebody in like Belarus or somewhere, like, Feel like they know who Cartman is. I watched Bigger, Longer, and Uncut in Canada in a theater That's when good. it released, and the whole audience sang along. Blame Canada. <laughs> it was great. It was it was great. Yeah, Canadians love that shit. What do you mean? What do you want? We're the most friendly people in the world. Nobody else is more welcoming of like a little bit of gentle ribbing, or they'll say sorry. Notice how Mark used both the word we and they. We, they. It's all right. You can use whatever gender. uh, Mark is uh, one of those people who straddles both nationalities. I've recently changed my Instagram gender pronoun to Fay Fair. It allows you to change your pronoun for some reason. (laughs) Because there are people who actually want to. What is Fay and Fairy? It it just means they, them. It's it's like a a variant of they, them. I want to so, be known as the furry from now on, please. That's on you. I mean, arguably, there are people who say don't kink shame, but then you, you when are I, when a I little hear furry. That, I'm like, but can things still be funny? <laughs> I was not. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, all right, so you know, I understand that people don't want you to kink shame. Like, for example, people were laughing at Trump the other day because he, he actually said to his audience, like. I don't like golden showers. If you guys think I'm making this up, look it up. I'm not making it up. He told his audience he's not into golden showers. 
And so people were kind of making fun of that because, I mean, like the former president of the United States that tells his audience that he's not into cold showers, <laughs> and, which is, I mean, it's just fucking funny. And then people were like, oh, you're kink shaming. And I was thinking to myself, like, but am I? I'm just laughing. It's just objectively fucking hilarious. Like the former president of the United States talking about like any fetish, but especially that is just absolutely hilarious. If he was like uh, Quentin Tarantino is famously like a foot fetishist. Uh, if it was like Quentin Tarantino, ex-president and also filmmaker, talks about not being into feet or some shit. Well, I guess that would be a lie because he's super into them. I don't know. I find it objectively hilarious. And I feel like uh, perhaps, uh, I don't know, maybe I have reached my, I don't even know what I'm trying to verbalize right now. I'm trying to say that perhaps I've reached my limit of... Uh, EMI? Not my are limit. Li- are, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Right? I'm just like, dude, <laughs> things have to be able to be funny a little bit. Like, if we can so, be lightheartedly funny about them. This I is for, that this is can for take the it. non-alcoholic people in chat. I didn't actually... How do I say this? I need to back up because when you say it, people can take it wrong. No, 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 no. You probably told a shitty joke. Uh, what was I going to say is um, you can dip into mean-spiritedness, but I was thinking to myself, if you can keep it lighthearted, then I think a lot of things in life can be just inherently hilarious without being mean spirited. Yep. I, I used to get in trouble at my work because all my bosses would give me criticism. <laughs> and I just, I would just laugh, you know, it's just, it's just a habit. I would just think that shit was hilarious. Oh, I think political correctness is slowly strangling the, the country, especially out here on the left coast in some places. It's crazy. People get offended about the craziest shit. I don't know about that, man, because honestly, uh, most of the, the, the humor, humor, uh, humor in quotation marks, I guess also humor, what is this? Uh, but let's say, for example, kind of right-wing humor. It's not really humor. It's just basically punching down. So it's just like mean-spirited shit. You know what I mean? So people will kind of gas. And I know, I know what you mean. Every, you know, out here, we've got tons of the but you gotta be mom, hippie moms and stuff. I mean, you got to be <gasps> tolerant. You, you got to understand that it's, you got to look at it as humor. They think it's serious, and that's what makes it even funnier. <laughs> There's very little trust. I think maybe more than anything, of course, everybody has their own opinion. Like, you know, everybody has a, an asshole, basically. Uh, what was I going to say that? Uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking to myself, oh, I can't even verbalize it, to be honest. I guess I'm kind of also losing my train of thought a little bit. Um, I'm going as well. It is actually, believe it or not. Damn it, I had a decent point. Fucking hell. Senior like, moment already? Oof. What's that? <laughs> Senior moment already? Dude, it's like uh, puff a little bit of Morgana. And I'm just like, what was I talking about again? I don't know. This is the, this is the cherry Morgana. This is the one that makes me just all goofy. Um, oh, the forgetful I mean, one you were talking about earlier. Right yeah, yeah. It'll probably come to me in like five minutes when we're literally moved on to a computer. Is that a play on words? Like Morgana? Like, like you just Morgana? It wasn't, <laughs> but I guess it is now. Yeah, that's a good one. It was less gone. Now it's more yeah, good for like an F2. <laughs> uh, no, I just named her after a witch from uh, uh, the. the, the um, like the the fuck, I can't even think of the word for it. The Arthurian <laughs> legends. What is it? The Round Table. See what I mean? I can't think of anything now. Uh, she was basically well in different stories, like, you know, like the BBC version. She was actually uh, Arthur's sister, but traditionally she was an ally, but also enemy of Arthur. And a uh, tradition. You're talking like uh, Mallory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the fucking shit, we this Mar guys. Marduber cracks me up, honestly. Uh, he's like, well, you're talking about the Mallory. Uh, uh, I can't think of any words right now. I literally cannot think of words. Kenny. Save me. I can't, I can't yeah. think of words. I'm trying the to think bomb. of a word for the... Fuck, there's the... Ch- oh, never mind. I don't know. 
I did you not? Big in did you not? Like, did you not expect me to be literati? Is that what's going? No, on? I'm sure. Well, although I am actually pleasantly surprised by that, uh, I went I to go to remember, remember but, that lawsuit I was talking about earlier. I went to talk to my attorney the other day, and he said I should be a criminal defense lawyer. And it's not the first time I've been advised to get into law, and I think it's hilarious because I'm a ninth grade dropout. That's pretty funny. What you got hanging there, D? If you can read books. You can learn law. It's all written down and all the case laws written. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yep. <laughs> case laws written. People learn their oh, will they listen to you? Right? That's I mean, exactly it's, it's, there's an intense issue and well-studied with a prejudice against pro se. Uh, it, the lawsuit I was involved in in Green Energy, like the opponent attorney that I ended up disbarring, he was uh, golf buddies with the judge. And even that's the bar didn't give it. That's a huge that. part of it, like you said. Like I was just asked to hold forth earlier. That's the point. People that like to, you know, be heard. People that like to be listened to, are more popular as attorneys. That that's a that's a huge quality in in you know holding a jury or a court or anybody's attention. No, Mardu, everyone likes the gaping asshole who everyone knows is a piece of shit. Yeah, I was told literally I went to the county right after to do some more research because that's why I was being lauded was for my ability to do uh, complex property research. Like mm. it's hard. I can use a computer. It's like Google. Well, you guys really struggle with this. I go there all the time and I'm always helping people with like searching up their deeds and their titles and shit. And I'm like, yo, really? You guys struggle with this? A lot of people struggle it's with a, a lot search of stuff. Bar. For, uh, I struggle. My, days, my weakness is reading anything the government tries to tell me to read. It's always worded so ass backwards and fucked up. And I'm like, I have to read it like 10 times over to actually get what the fuck they're saying. This is Gwenny. She's a sweet dog. What kind of dog is Gwenny? Uh, Blue Healer. Oh, nice. Six and a half months old. Almost six. Oh, yeah. Too smart for her own damn good. She was scratching at the door. That's why I had to let her in for a minute. She knew I was in here and I wasn't paying attention to her. See, I forget completely what I was talking about, which is convenient because I couldn't verbalize any of the fucking shit anyway. So I guess we're just going to move on. Morgana? Less Ghana? Morgana. Less Ghana. If you ever outcross that, just remember that. Less Ghana. Less is more. <laughs> or even more Ghana. Cross it to some gas or something. Say if you Ghana. back cross it, yeah, even more Ghana. Even more Ghana. How's this I'm, look? I'm, uh, uh, you look like a samurai. Right oh, I thought you were asking us about the bun. Or are we doing glasses? Nice. Huh? Looks nice, man. What is it? Um, oh, tell us it's guy. whipped honey because it'll be hilarious. They say cherry pie, but I really don't even believe that one. If they say cherry pie, then it's only accurate if it's actually crazy loud cherry pie and gassy. Cherry pie is kind of... Off syrup cherry. Not good cherry, like bad cherry. Like that nasty, like really? the children's, children's medicine. I'm running cherry pie right now. Like the cut. I had a, OG I cut. Had a not one I smoked. I didn't actually grow a male on it. This stupid long story that's not worth telling. But... Uh, the cherry pie OG that I smoked was wonderful, wonderful, sweet, gassy cherries. Yes, but the, the cherry is like that, like that children's cough syrup cherry. It's almost artificial. It's not like a natural cherry flavor. It's bold. I guess it's been too long. It's, it's I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I, I, it reminds me of like Dimitap. 
or something like so that. When I, cher- when I cherry, think of that, I think of like the CBD cherry, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, oh, maybe you're right, Shane." That's the one I always go to when I first use like cherry pie. I think of the CBD one. That's cherry wine, ain't it? I don't know. Some of it's a rule. I'm coming up some of that Morgana right now. Purple phenol. Awesome. Cheers, Andy. Enjoy, buddy. Oh, yeah, come yeah, on. It's like warm cherry pie. Awesome. I wish my leg uh, was. This is taking forever while I'm searching for it. Looks yummy. Did his master change his name in chat? Did he? I'm not in that chat. The furry smash? (laughs) I didn't, but I didn't care when I seen it, so I didn't change it back. (laughs) Uh, There we go. I can't find it right now. Oh, the cherry! I've read, I've read cherry pie a few times. The one that I'm familiar mm-hmm. with, it's like a cherry cough syrup kind of. It's a very artificially cherry. I like cherry pie says, myself. I don't think this is the right cross, but let's just fucking go with it because for some reason I'm not finding it right now. Uh, I can't do that still. All right, I don't know. Maybe I'm drunk. No, I'm not that drunk. How far uh, down cherry that? Pie OG. Cherry pie, this is uh, unknown or legendary over on uh, Seed Finder saying that cherry pie, aka cherry kush, is an unknown. You know what I should do? I should actually look back. That's what I should do. Give me a second. Maybe I'll look back on a couple strains. Uh, they're saying it's Granddaddy Purps by Durbin. Yeah, Durbin, Durbin GDP. And I, honestly, I would believe that showing the structure, I could like go whip one out right now. You guys want to look at a cherry pie and like. Sure. <laughs> <That's excited>. <laughs> Okay, there. I GDP, Mendo Perspice Gunk. All right, I can buy that. Uh, they're saying eight to nine weeks. Uh, tree pies, uh, uh, nice, chunky, dense nugs, covered in trichomes and orange hairs. Because it's a GDP cross, the strain has little patches of uh, purple here and there. Isn't GDP from uh, Cushman? Was, or no, 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 that's uh, Ken's. no, that's great, babe. I think the original uh, the GDP was from Ken's, Ken's GDP. Okay. Uh, the first time I saw the strain was a very impressive bag appeal. Uh, smells like a bakery. Just think baked goods with cherry and a hint of sourness. Uh, that sounds like my style. See, that sounds more like what I was thinking of, but we're, I'm not even 100% sure I'm on the right cherry pie right now. Uh, tastes a lot like it smells sweet on the inhale and the sour, spicy flavor of the bourbon comes through on the exhale. I believe you, Mara Duber. I just, uh, uh, let's look this up. Let's look this up. And we might have different cuts or have smoked different cuts, whatever. Um, what else do we have here? The structure is very much like a Durban. And the leaves. Here, let me spotlight you, Durban. Yeah. You know, the leaves have that very kind of Durban look, that real heavy sativa. Uh, move just slightly back. I think you're a little too close for the close focus. There, About where your hand is is about as close as it'll focus, I think. Need a backdrop is what it is. Probably to pull my camera off to a better backdrop. Where's the though? I mean, these are in like one gallon pots. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. What are you so, doing? See, agree. That's probably the smallest of the 
of the bunch. The baby of the bunch. It's chat saying maybe they have. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of. I would say like a modified sea of green, like a one-week veg. This was the one that only had like two or three tops on it, but most of them had four or five. But yeah, the structure is very much like that. That G and I've grown both GDP and Durban before as well. Uh, it's got a very Durban kind of leaf and and bud structure, and uh, it's hard to see on the webcam but yeah she looks beautiful not the frostiest um, in the bunch though i mean uh honestly the astro chimp probably has the most frost that i'm running right now and the wedding cake has the most weight i'm not a fan of the urban poison but i like very pie it's good. Mm. Gee, you can pass me a joint at Durban anytime. Oh, I love Durban, yeah. So thanks. Oh, my, don't like my it, great. What don't, you, uh, what don't you like about it? I don't like the taste. It tastes like poison. I don't like <laughs> the poison taste like that. This is crazy, but... I feel the same way about Chemdog. Like, a good Chem, uh, not a chem is dog not my brand. Either. Like, I don't like that. Haze, I can get behind that OG haze taste that, that's really distinguishable. That you know, I don't know. it's almost uh, astringent, perfumey. It's hard to describe, but you know what I mean when I'm talking about a haze that have good haze strain. Mm. No, yes. Uh, I'm also trying to focus on uh, hope, hoping that Seed Finder will actually display their constellation map of cherry pie. I don't know. Last time I did. Wait, you have got a phyllo? A little bit of like acrid. No, this is on Seed Finder. Kind of a, it's like a nose shit. burn almost. <laughs> Go ahead, Sushan. Sorry. Oh, I think it's talked over you. Sorry, bud. Uh, I don't think it's loading. Damn it, it's going to crash the fucking safari, I think. It's kind of. You gotta. I started running a separate tablet for my searchy stuff, so I don't have to occupy my computer. It drives me yeah, nuts. You can't uh, show it on the freaking Zoom Zoom. Well, yeah, but you, you can like shoot yourself the link, or you could like actually add yourself on the mobile device on Zoom too. Usually, it's, it's not a problem, but every once in a while, something like that freezes it up. Uh, I still think I'm on the wrong. That's pie. that's the one thing. Can you multi-box on a Mac without like much difficulty? Uh, like, perhaps have, we are speaking different languages. Multi-box. What do you mean? Do you have two, two simultaneous two applications? Two, oh, I've got tons of two, stuff. No, two monitors. Oh yeah, I think so. I don't have two monitors, but I think you can. Oh, I got like three currently set up. I'm about to add my fourth. Holy <laughs> uh, fuck! I've thought about getting like a Mac Mini because they have the new M1 chips, or whatever, and I could just use that. For like specific tasks, only tasks only, and run a couple monitors off it. But honestly, I haven't gotten around to it. What do you got do, one, Randy, or What do you do with all your goddamn monitors? Do you, do you watch I, like I, I don't know, like I got this on dual screen right now, so that I can do. No, no, I, I well, I do a lot of video editing. Why do you watch weird clown porn? Why? It's a deep childhood. No, 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 no. 
but like no, I, I because of editing and stuff, it's a lot easier to run in separate windows. Same with like uh, running. I don't know if you run OBS, but for my streams, I use OBS Broadcaster, which allows me to like multi-stream to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all simultaneously on the same yeah. bandwidth without having to add extra bandwidth mm. or oh, make yeah. make multiple streams so that I can like triple <laughs> triple threat. By the way, say of, uh, clowns Man, and circus. Manos, Man, is it poll time? It is. It is. Well, this is the end of the poll, Marduber. I know you're curious. Uh, did you think that uh, the question, well, the question, by the way, was circus chicks? Uh, what did you think would win uh, between uh, yes, no, well, I, the god of all I, penguins, and what I voted with for? Keanu Reeves. What I, what I voted for, of course. Uh, was it the god of all penguins? No. It was a uh, sorbet with Keanu Reeves? I voted for in the favor winner, of bro. circus chicks. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that that is the winner. Wait, wait. Uh, weren't carnies? The weren't carnies the thing we were talking about the other day? Oh, that could be the next poll if you want. Uh, I was <laughs> going to do. Uh, you know what? Well, I was going to do a D zombie uh, related about carnie. Let's do uh, Durban poison. Was it with Smash? Was talking about carnies that he worked for Carnival. He wanted really? to be a carny for a little while. Yeah, Smash said he would like to be a carny for a little bit. Someone said they did it though. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. I think Smash said he worked for Carnival. No, I never worked for one. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I thought it would be cool. Oh, you wanted to be a Carnival. <laughs> so, what was what it like working at Somebody was talking about Carnival. Yeah. Remember, Carnival came I don't know, because <laughs> I wanted to. It was like, it was like, it <laughs> I didn't work like at a Carnival. <laughs> Tell me not. Travel around, meet random chicks, take them to carnivals <laughs> that you work at. What movie is that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Joe Dirt. Something is it? Like yeah. He's working at the carnival and he's like, oh, there's a carnival here a couple hours ago. <laughs> movie's a classic. Joe Dirt in a while. Who would have figured that David Spade was actually like one of the decent ones of that whole crew? Wow. Yeah, wouldn't have figured. Uh, I would have. He's a little guy. Little guys have to be nice. Otherwise, big people step on him. I know that, being a little guy. (laughs) No, no. That's the thing. It's like Chris Farley would literally have eaten him if he had not been nice. Chris Farley was apparently a decent dude. He just had massive, massive drug problems. Yeah, I didn't hear him like molesting people or anything. But then again, I guess you don't speak. The nice thing about dying young is you don't live long enough to see yourself become that villain. You know, you get to die young, cash out. Right. I heard Eddie Murphy used to be a nice guy and then he turned into some kind of like weird, not nice guy anymore. Bill Cosby. That's what money does to you. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. There was decades though where like Bill Cosby was lauded. It's like I mean shit. He oh, was yeah, the that, host. Yeah, yeah. He was literally the host of Kids Say the Darndest Things. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the dude. He was on the, the most, board of like every big university, yeah, like, you yeah, Harvard every the, couple of years. It's the most uncomfortable thing to think about is that you're like, you know, and yeah, what, what is like we were talking about earlier? What is what is un, intolerable? What's bad? What is it that society that's what we're dealing with right now on Instagram is the intolerance. Towards cannabis, 
and, and because we're blacklisted, no matter what we share, say, or whatever, if we hashtag it cannabis or grow me or grow this or, you know, dark horse that or fumador that, you know, you'll get blackballed. Like literally the post will get freaking shot down if it's affiliated with too many weed centric things. It's popular. It's weed centric. Kill it. Because why is the, it anyway? Like, I just take a laid back approach. Here. Yeah, does like you know? I thought about this too. Like, what does Facebook or Instagram or so, frankly any of their advertisers give a wild flying shit about uh, cannabis? Like, it's legal in California. What do they care? If the feds come and knock it down, they can just shut it off. Like, no harm. Here's what you can do: damages. just go in and start playing that end of the game. Get in with Vivo Sun or. AC Infinity or any of these companies that are willing, a spider farmer, who cares? Fucking get in with one of these people that are willing to sponsor and show, you know, if you get a little bit of following, get in with them, get sponsored. Now, now those hashtags are free and clear because they're paid contributors of the advertising end of the business. YouTube gets money from them for their commercials for their products for their links the youtube those metrics they make money off that shit there's ads out there so if you can get the attention of you know go to trade shows if there's a trade show near you and you're interested in pursuing that social media racket get in with a freaking sponsor go to a trade show shake hands people don't give a crap but it sucks that the 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 breeders and the growers are kind of blacklisted from this and it's only the picks and pans that are allowed so if you make you're at nine jacking off playing the game i hate to say it look at mr grow it bro he's turned that into a fucking empire and he's not he's not sold out he keep but he but he's careful about what he says he doesn't say cannabis they say medical herbs and shit on one channel and then they have the other channel where they can do whatever the fuck they want but you got to have something that's advertiser friendly in this world. And unfortunately, the only advertisers that are out there are people selling grow equipment. But find a brand you like. Find it out of there. I mean, there's there's ways. I, I'm I'm looking to get in to be an Inkbird affiliate because I like Inkbird. Now I'm going to wrap They're made in China. They make a quality product that freaking sells for a decent price. Does a great job. <laughs> Doesn't fail. You're muted, Fumi. Said I like beer. Um, I like, like beer our, too. Well, I'm, I'm newest, actually drinking newest or second newest uh, Supreme Court justice. I like beer. Uh, can I be sponsored by a uh, like the National Beer Association? That'd be killer. That'd be awesome. There'd be a lot of clout. Speaking of clout, this is one I've been getting behind. Bro, I have all the I'm trying to get the attention of Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Oh, Lagunitas, dude, you're not going to like Lagunitas anymore after you find out that they sold out. You want well, stone. I know everybody sells out, but they're making cannabis infused stone. stone sold out too. They're part of the Budweiser group. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? Everybody sells out. You're, stone you make is it big dead to me. Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> you tell me you want to take a paycheck. <laughs> Anybody who makes it anywhere is big like enough is willing to sell out. Like, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of different people. Sometimes people don't sell out, but take a paycheck. If they came up, you have dollars. We let you retain creative control. But we, you do that. You keep doing what you do. You get to keep making whatever you want to make and whatever. We're not going to stop that. But we're going to buy your company. We want the controlling interest because we want you to be part of our conglomerate because it adds to our bottom line. We realize this is a profitable, and that's the secret. This is what we're talking about right here. If you want to get in on social media and cannabis, play the game. 
find a corporate sponsor, find somebody who's willing to freaking pay them. To but I, guess, I, always, I want to say that, that well, as soon as I was about to say something, I realized that's not true. I was going to say, you can always tell the difference between a company that has that so-called startup mentality that basically they're, they're, they're aiming to get basically sold at some point, or, you know, just fucking you know, get a big cash payout at some point versus someone who's basically just in it for, let's say the specific love of what we're talking about beer. But at the same time, we were just talking about like Stone was kind of legendary for being like, you know, beer for beer people. And then they sold out, too. Right. So, it's I mean, I guess everybody same, sold out. It's the same Money thing talks. with cannabis, yeah, though. If you want quality, you're going to end up having to go to those craft people. If you want good beers and you can't find anything good, you join a fucking brew club where a bunch of guys are brewing and you brew one and they all brew one. You all go switch six packs at the end of the month. <laughs> What is, if you want quality, you have to do it exactly yourself and with your five fucking hermit friends. What, what, what is your portless cannabis? What the fuck? What is but, your I mean, like, isn't cannabis? that a ridiculous, sad it's story? No, I mean, it's, that's it. The, the, the dispensary it's, weed it's was sad. never good enough. And, uh, you know, like, everybody would always promise, like, oh, this one dispensary, da 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 but it was always too dry, too old, too hit this, too that. And there's a 50 fucking once in a while, for it. But, once in a while, you hit. You're like, damn, that was a good find. And you go back to find it again, and it's gone. Right. And then you get disappointed because, like everything else, is like playing fucking whack-a-mole at the goddamn dispensary and the people. But I mean, know. you know what? Every time I think about uh, when I think about restaurants, uh, there's a church. I'm, I'm a pretty good home cook. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Me, I'm, I'm happy about. I'm a pretty competent cook, uh, but I'm definitely not, you know, Gordon Ramsay or somebody. And I've definitely met people who are. Uh, very competitive with uh, a professional uh, 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 kitchens, let's call it, you know, super, super avid, avid hobbyists. But I want to say that I've never had as good of a meal as I've had in an actual honest to God, like fucking for real restaurant, like a restaurant with a chef and staff and everything else. And so I'm, I'm curious what you think about this, Murduber, because this, I feel like is a very, very clear exception. And I, I wonder if this is just makes the rule or if it's something that shows it that I feel like uh, uh, restaurants can clown all over home cooks, whereas it seems like home growers and home beer people can clown all over uh, the commercial people. Is that not This is true, the or? answer right here. Uh, Day of the Dead cook? Chefs. That's what's different with the home grower versus the commercial situation currently in almost every market. There's no chef. If the if the freaking whoever's investing in these companies or whatever would just shut up and listen to like a single person's vision and say, listen to them when they say, you know, I only run a one want to run 100 lights or 80 lights or something. I don't want to run more than that. We can't have that many warehouses and push good quality. We need to break these rooms down smaller. I know it's going to cost us more. No, the, the, the freaking producers don't want to hear but that. The, they chef wanna... and the restaurant manager and the owner are always fucking bitching with each other. The, the, a restaurant owner's mistress comes by. But when it comes to, to the, and... no, 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 no. In a good restaurant that you want to go back to eat at, it doesn't matter who fucking owns it. The chef's word on the food is absolute, or the chef will fucking walk, or it's a you know greasy spoon and place. So in this there case, the chef. home grower is chef. a chef. Yeah, is that what you're saying? The home grower yes. is a chef. Their word is yes. God. And... Yes, that's it. One too many cooks spoil the soup, and when you got everybody, you can't fucking grow wheat by committee. You can grow wheat by vision. 
It takes a single person's vision to be executed to produce quality product, regardless of what kind of quality product you're looking to produce. And everybody has their own brands and everybody's good at their own angles. But when you try and like commercialize it, it doesn't work. It works better on the kind of, you know, communist system where everybody kind of has to grow and share. Anybody who can does, anybody who does shares. Uh, so, by the way, the poll option just ended now. Currently, Marduber, you have the option of uh, uh, adding questions. So the, the poll question is, great food can't be cooked by committee. The options so far are, what are you, a communist? The next one is goats, military goats. Now you, Marduber, what is it? Yes, good food can be. Committee. Could that by... be an option or no? Just mm, committee, because it's yes. Uh... Mm, yes. No, no, yeah, no, no, yes, committee. Fourth option is uh, anybody who's ever had somebody help them in the kitchen knows exactly what I'm talking about. You've got a vision, you're trying to execute it, you're making a pot of soup, you're making a roast, you're barbecuing, you're doing whatever, and you ask somebody to give you a hand because you got a lot on your plate, and you got to explain uh, to them how to do it. We're trying to explain to D right now that he's fucking wrong. Uh, Derm poison, uh, they say, does not taste like poison. Uh, it says uh, 44%. I didn't even get to vote on it, D. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, perhaps they're all wrong, and you're right, though, because there's 26% of people I don't know. agreed with you. 17% voted in favor of hamster juggling, and 11% in favor four. of a dusty old donut. So That's more than one in four. Uh, dusty old donut was 10%. I mean, that's, that's, that's strong. You know, that's, that's good poll numbers. Um, we're waiting on the, uh, the uh, you know, see if good food can be cooked by committee. So do you think that basically, like, if, if a grow operation were to hand authority over to uh, a head grower, who presumably wasn't the complete fucking buffoon, uh, that then it would be uh, the good shit that would basically uh, make all the boys uh, come to the yard with the milkshake? Yeah, it's called In-N-Out, bro. Which is a fine goddamn burger, to be honest. I think it depends. If they're it's a fine. It's a fine burger as long as all you're expecting is a burger. You can't go to In-N-Out and expect to get chicken nuggets. You'll be disappointed. If you if you have a vision and you execute it and you execute that vision in a in a size that's manageable, that's the thing. It's like having a, if you have too many items on your menu, shit gets unmanageable fast. Everybody knows that restaurant that does Mexican food, Greek food. Italian food, American food, you know, they got the freaking, whatever, it's food, but it's not great food. They don't do any of it well. The best places are the ones that are run by little, like, you know, there's some little grandma in the back and she's making sure that everybody's freaking following her recipe. Or has a chef. Uh, Gordon Ramsay used to talk about this uh, good food cooked simply, right? And uh, he would simplify the menus. He'd go into those uh, restaurants first in England and then to the US. It's 12 Uh, pages of bullshit. And no, 30, 35 fucking pages. Yeah. There's one it's, page it's for chicken, a, two pages for beef. Uh, they have if you 37 can't pull different off, stir if you fry can't pull off a bifold, you can't pull off 20 pages. Yeah. I mean, he was giving them like five I things, a and they all had the same ingredients. Uh, now, we had, a, we had a chef salad on the menu. No, no, we had a chef salad a on chef? the menu. Did you make a salad out of chef's or what? That's terrible. Nope. Was it out let, of the previous no, chef? We let, we let the chefs make the salad. So the, re- the customer did not, they had input, 
but they did not have control. The chef salad was not a set menu item. The chefs could put whatever they wanted on it. And if See, the customers had when I've ordered like, a chef salad, I'm massively disappointed. It. It's always been a half of a salad head and some dressing on it with bacon no, no. sprinkled on it. No, no, That's no, a chef salad. We, we have like a bed of greens and then microgreens and then like a fresh blossoms and orchids and fried quail eggs and dates and imported. I do. I had like 19 kinds of cheese at any given time. It was like my jam. And the, the and the chefs loved it because they would put real love into these salads because each one was their signature and they could like have a little interaction with the customer. The customer could say, no, I don't I don't like this or that. I no onions. I don't like eggs or I don't want meat or whatever, but they could get whatever they wanted on it. So for anyone unfamiliar, it's interesting to hear uh, Marduber talk about this because I have heard in fairy tales and mysteries of great lore. Uh, of this uh, mythical chef salad made by actual competent chefs. Uh, when I think of a chef salad, I basically think of something like this, which is basically like a platter with some random shit on it. You'll but lunch it's, you know, it's uh, chicken, <laughs> lunch meat, yeah, it's just, uh, cubes. And it's kind of an odd salad when you look at it, right? There's well, not a whole lot of vegetables. Okay, so on it. Honestly, it's all my lunch meat was made in house. So that was kind of the start of that. So I roasted whole turkeys. Nice. And so we'd have like fresh turkey meat. So wow. that would go on the chef salad. We did whole hams. So the hams would be like full bone in OH cruise, giant, you know, 14 to 17 pound hams. And we roast those and then cut them down and then save the stock and boil the bones and the whole nine. And we got hit by COVID. You know, it sucked. But yeah, I ran a restaurant like that. And the deal is if you have somebody that's got a vision to execute, and if you break that down. So say you want to freaking take a big place commercial. You just need a good team and a chef and a brigade system. It's really military chef. Chef means chief. It's a military designation. It's not some kind of kitchen. Well, I mean, that's thing. the French, that's the French system. Like, uh, does it have to, we were talking about this the other day. Does it have to be that kind of rigorous uh, brigade? Cause it if you seems want, to me, some of that if, is just antiquated. Uh, nonsense, no, if obviously. you, if you want quality, this is the thing is that you need to have somebody who's got a vision that needs executing that knows what they're doing that's got the training and the experience to understand what that vision is and like what it needs to be but i guess and then you have to have people looking at you got to have people that will work uh, under them that are willing to help them execute that vision for a share in the glory because they love mm -hmm. seeing those people happy because a, a good a good line cook a good anybody on the the, the, the goal is a happy customer you want to see somebody out there go, God, that was the best whatever I've ever had. You want to see people yeah, floored. Your employees need to buy oh, into what you're, what you're oh, selling. And you want the, the employees to want them floored. This is why they need to have profit sharing. Things that the freaking corporations don't want. They need to have profit sharing. They need to have you know, brigade system set up where somebody is in charge and responsible, but in charge. And everybody else has to do what they say under them, and in a, in a, you know, and want to do it. Somebody has to have a vision worth executing. That's the problem. Somebody's got to go out there and go. So this is what I want to see. Uh, you know who's killing out there right now? Uh, I don't know if y'all follow on Instagram. The Emerald Kid, Turt Mansion. Oh my God! Independent grower running ten thousand square feet of his own fucking space and fucking humble set it up and stuff. It's all mixed light greenhouse, fucking super soil. Uh, you, Killing it. Yeah. No, I don't follow him. Dude, automated yeah. conveyor. Dude, pull him up. Screen share that shit on his fucking Insta, bro. 
oh my god you guys want to see somebody who's fucking killing and like yeah emerald kid is fucking he's making fucking like yeah licensed cali independent he's got like pictures of his house grow there too like his personal six in the back of his house because he gets to grow six but yeah Tell me, everybody here is not like, oh, God. what a setup. <laughs> Where the hell do you get the funds to be independent like that? That's crazy. Some fucking trap grows. He started it out himself. He was a black market grower that fucking started growing in the hills of yeah. Mendo and started setting this shit up and then got a license uh, and made it. One foot in front of the fucking other like anybody can. If you can push packs, you can grow weight. If you know how to grow good. That's true. It weed, depends. Yeah. Fucking hey man, you can you can push past and flip that four by sixteen into a legal grow. If you're in a I'm legal state, this is why this is why everybody's flocking to Oklahoma and Florida right now is because of the freaking low tax rates and the easy entry to the market. Yeah, that Oklahoma shit's crazy. This kid's killing it. Those are footballs. Look at his personal six, his backyard boogie, bro. Like. It's dream life up there, freaking. Those plants do look nice. Though. <laughs> so he was in California I mean, or where? Yeah. Hmm. He offers tours of the farm. Like he'll let you come in and fucking tour. Sweet. Because he young as hell. Look at that. He's booking tours right now. <laughs> you can go out and check it out. Nice greenhouse. Wow. This is like, the, but you can do it. It's, it can be done. It it just takes one foot in front of the other. You gotta know how to grow good fucking weed. Yeah, that's kind of like the way I'm doing it right now. I'm just taking my time. I'm not if, rushing. You, if you can't grow good weed, but yeah, if you if you can kill it, you get your fucking craft down. Starting a four by four work there when you can fucking kill a four by four, and you're like, damn, I'm pulling over a fucking pound out of a fuck four by four every fucking time. I better start thinking about getting another fucking tent so I can start doing this every month. Dude, I got all of a sudden you got a passive income, even just with homies. You, if you're growing good shit, your homies would be hitting you up. You're like, "Yo, can I get a fucking ounce of that? Can I buy a quarter pound of that? Yo, can I get two this time?" You know. <laughs> all it takes okay. is, it takes a village, man. I da- I'm damn near got a half pound in my two by four. <laughs> fucking a pound of a pound That's of four by four. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. You start pushing those limits, you start going, damn. That's yeah, I mean that's that's easily attainable. If, if you can yeah, yeah, a pound of four by four is not a hard deal. You can push two. Yeah. You know, like I mean, if you if you kill it with LEDs and stacking it right and stuff, I mean adding CO2, you can easily get two pounds out of a four by four. Uh you can just ferment some freaking uh okay. on top of the freaking uh, thing, it'll create CO2 plenty. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Noob was saying that, uh, my gosh, that's self-funded. Uh, we were, I, you know, I don't know this for sure, of course. I'm not going to ask him because it's, it's his business. But I think that uh, Dutch Blooms was basically implying they were self-funded. And he was talking about how they spent, you know, 100000 bucks just in lights alone for, for I think, one of the greenhouses. They're probably into that, you know, quite a bit more than that for, I think, a, a couple of different greenhouses and all the different, you know, equipment that goes into it. It's kind of nuts how much money that goes into that. So, I don't know, props for them for uh, saving or having good buddies yeah. or whatever else. I like Dutch credit or something. This stuff looks good. Well, yeah. you notice he's on, you, 
he's indoor there as well, but he's mainly on mixed light under HPS, which means that like he doesn't have to have as many lights. He doesn't have to have them on all the time. He's not using also much way older than he is a lot of the year. The and he's using those lights mainly to generate heat when needed and add swell. You know, and he's so got that biology. Cool. Yep. That's what that's what's doing. Dude, he's got some shit on there of his like uh, on his reels of the he's got like fucking uh conveyor belt set up with his fucking pots and they like run out fucking on a conveyor belt and they fucking like come back filled with fucking like soil and like they got a big fucking mixing pile out there and it's all you know organic super soil and uh, you guys would totally be like into that kind of brand of stuff i think mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Turpin saying the they're in and out over there is uh Here. double double no cheese animal fries. I don't know. Well, double double no cheese is just a double. Give me a double. Double double is double patty and cheese. So double double with no cheese is now just said a double. I want to say that that we found the Russian spy, Marduber. We just found the Russian spy. That's what we did. They said really? dogs and cats, kids and dogs. <laughs> the hill the broom squirrel. They said this dogs in kids wrong order. We found the Russian spy. Uh, but uh, in all fairness, dude, I've seen so many people. You think that's a simple menu, but there's a lot of ways to work. That's uh, in and out's whole thing. They'll basically give you any of their simple menu any way that you want it. Like if you wanted to. Grilled cheese. You I get my kids grilled get cheese them. all the time. They all grew up with grilled cheese. <laughs> Do you think if you ask them, would they make you a patty? Uh, made exclusively of uh, crispy French fries, interwoven with cheese, and then fried on the. Basically, we're making a grilled cheese uh, patty uh, out of French fries a, and cheese, is, and then make is this the an Instagram challenge for me? Like, <laughs> do you want me to, to do you want me to go off. to like one of my in and outs where like I know a guy and be I like, okay, do. like make me this do. thing. I like do. literally, there's an in and out I've been going to. They've moved it. Now I since do. I went, since, I, since I went to college, it used to be on one street and they moved it over a block. Now it's at another street and it's totally like right by the Greyhound station in the worst part of town. But it's like the best in and out. It's the best one around. If you if you have the opportunity to like stop by the the G or H, yeah, H Street in San Bernardino is this, location. Is this kind of like the Michelin Guide? There should be a Greyhound Guide instead of the Michelin Guide where they say like this is worth stopping on your travel. This is oh, worth yeah. taking the Greyhound bus. Total, tour. total racy spoon tours. Yeah. Uh, so, Marduber, do you think man. I'm creating a monstrosity? Is this? Oh, cheers, dude. Have a good one, Spanish. Um, Cindy needs to sleep. Uh, well, fuck it. Maybe we'll do uh, next last call or something. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a short show. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Marduber, do you think this, this is asking too much? Are we tempting fate? Are we tempting the, the gods themselves? If we were to make like the patties for a double double, uh, basically made exclusively out of like fried French fry grilled cheese monstrosities, uh, just like a vegetarian double double. You could make it like a stuffed crust. <laughs> now we're getting crazy. All right, so it's a layer of French fries on the bottom, interwoven with like cheese slices so that it'll melt together. So and then fries, in the of cheese, it, a slab fries, of cheese, cheese. With maybe a little bit of grilled onion, just for, for used, giggles. So and then another just, slab of fries, and then you squash that down with a with a with a. I can't think of the word right now. And then you fry that, and then basically cut it out to be like. Wait, you want the whole thing deep fried? 
Now that I don't, I don't know if I can I don't think they have. I don't think it would fit in the deep fryer. They don't have. No, they don't have batter. No, put it on the no flat like, top. You put it on the flat top. Have to cover it in something. No, you'd put that on the flat top. I would think. They can put it in a salamander. They have a thing that melts the cheese on the uh, on the animal fries called a salamander, and you like melt the whole thing the like that. Do you think it would, um, would it fry the fries together? Because I'm thinking it, it makes would, like a grilled yeah, cheese. Yeah, that's what they. No, that's what they use it for is to melt the cheese on the animal fries. But we just sent a bowl of seeds to Jack in the Box on foot. <laughs> We're sitting here talking about our like use that monstrosity go as the buns late night for, a, for a double double. You could probably skip the cheese though because there's a lot of oh, cheese. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear my arteries slamming up right here. I don't know. So God, you're gonna I'm, I'm gonna you gotta you gotta send me like a diagram of exactly how you want this laid out. So I when I was in college, we got t-shirts made by our local in and out, and I wish I still had it that said the cheese kings because we would go and order double doubles with 36 extra slices of cheese on them. Because we found out it was only fucking 50 cents extra for like two extra slices of cheese. Like or well, yeah, no, four extra slices it was double double. So like <laughs> It was only 50 cents for extra cheese. And so we like that, like 16 extra cheese, which ended up being like 36 extra slices or 36 slices total, 32 extra slices. It was like a cheese sandwich pretty much. Yeah, and we would order these every day. And they just had, we were it kind of was like, this was back in the like uh, early 2000s. So this may have been like right on the edge of animal fries too. Cause that's what we did was we poured the, the, the molten cheese that poured off of our burgers onto our fries. And like it became a known thing that we would come in, and the people would be like, "Oh, it's these guys, the Cheese Kings." Mm. The Cheese Kings, they called you. Yeah, I yeah. can't find the note word right now for some reason. Me and my brother, the Cheese Kings. There's your uh, next coupon code. <laughs> uh, we can do it. All right, the Cheese Kings. Let's do it. Let's freaking find their page where I can add coupons. The Cheese Kings. What was our current poll? How are we doing right now? We are uh, actually your mama's is winning. Uh, so the the question is great food can't be cooked by committee the answers are what are you a communist goats military goats yes hmm committee and uh your mama admittedly i didn't have a no on there so maybe it was was kind of yes or something else something else one can i tell you uh keep Clicking on the wrong tab here. Uh, dang it, I already forget what the coupon code was supposed to be. Apparently, I'm in that state of highness right now. Right, cheese Kings, Cheese Kings, Cheese Kings. That's right. You can make it all Fudora and be like El Rey de Queso. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> will spell that. Nobody will ever know how to spell that. Uh, in fact, I might not even be able to spell that. Oh, lo siento por hacer soy un gabacho. A gabacho is like a, a it's a flip-flop term. It could be either used to be like a, a Hispanic person who doesn't embrace their culture or like a white person who embraces it overly. Or non-Hispanic, I guess. Right, right. Any, right. any non-Hispanic person gotcha. who was like... Mm-hmm. The, the, that's why you said the day of the day. We always kind of find that strange, don't we? We always kind of find that a little bit strange when you find, like, I don't even know. Uh, they're making fun of him in uh, Friday. Like the white kid. No, 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 not Friday. Uh, 
What am I thinking of? You know, I'm thinking yeah, of Chappelle, and now I realize that Chappelle is like in the middle of an absolute shitstorm right now. What do you guys think about that? I'm completely whipsawing subject to something completely different. Oh, did I miss that something? Netflix shit? Yeah, like uh, uh, Chappelle evidently in his special, like a fuckload of, uh, uh, apparently, I don't know. I, I don't know much about it. I just know like the reactions of it. We were talking earlier about all the reactions. So evidently, um, you know, Netflix, uh, 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 Chappelle is a little bit kind of politically or socially anyway conservative. A lot of people don't, kind of don't know about that, that about him. He's he, uh, converted to Islam and stuff recently. So he does have some, sort of strong opinions on yeah. stuff. So evidently he said some, we'll just call it, I don't know, because I don't know anything about it, but evidently some stuff kind of anti-trans. I, I did actually see some of the comments and they were a little bit kind of weird, I have to be honest. You could kind of just not say stuff like that. But uh, evidently he wanted to. And uh, a bunch of people at Netflix, like literally employees at Netflix, uh, actually like walked out and quit. And they were like, fuck this shit, we're out. Because he was refusing to remove that from his stand-up special and whatever else. Kind of people weird, I don't know. People throw a fit about that cutie shit too, and like I go in the other day, and my girl's watching Dance Moms. It's the same fucking shit. I gotta be honest though, I'm not with Chappelle on this one because I'm like, fuck, why, why make fun of trans people? Dude? Like seriously, like why not just leave them the fuck alone? Like seriously, I mean, seriously, I think the rule is wait, 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 wait. I think the rule is you know you could you can make fun of its you know your brand, right? Well, like we were fat, saying really fat people. Like Yo, know, Gabriel Iglesias is allowed to make fun of fat people, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, there's there's That's like where boundaries where like you failed. can yeah, you can you spent. can make you can make jokes, but they got to be your own brand. Like, you can't really call out. So maybe Dave Chappelle secretly saying he's into that. <laughs> it needs to, needs to come back out with skits again. Just come back out with skits, right? Bring back Charlie Murphy. Oh, that's what I read. I forgot the coupon code again. El El Rey Rey queso. De queso. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what was that king. in English? The, the king uh, of cheese. Cheese kings. Yeah, cheese kings. Cheese. There we go. I was like, Emperor of all cheeses? No, it doesn't work. <laughs> cheese kings. All right. The Good coupon speech. code will be one word Cheese kings. People are going to wonder if they ever like look back on our coupon code and go, why, why do these people have these coupon codes? Tequinas for Siberia and Cheese Kings and Laser, Laser Snake. Brains. Ladies and gentlemen. I remember you're welcome. Snake. You guys are going to love this. I got some seeds from a guy like a month ago. And I've been hitting him up on Instagram exactly. like, bro, did you did you send out those seeds? Like those those ones you said you sent out like a while back? And he says, "Oh, if, I, if, if they don't get to you by by Saturday, uh, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you another pack." And today, in the mail, I get, and I should probably put my, I get, I get this thing that says that I have postage due of two eighty five, <laughs> and I gotta go down to my fucking post office and pay pay them two eighty five. Because this is it's getting ludicrous. Well, at least they did that and not like the dumb shit they did with me. Like I sent somebody a little envelope and they sent it back like requires extra postage for parcel post. Yeah, that's what thing we less than an ounce. Like that's what that's exactly that's exactly what happened here is they tried to put it in a small envelope and they're like cracking down on that. The postal service is like, no, none of that. Now you got to pay parcel posts. So they want the extra three bucks. And if you don't pay it, you're going to start getting your shit back. Unless I have a nice mailman that like he would have paid the postage if I was there. 
amazing That's to great. me that this shit that they're trying to po- privatize the post office and make everybody's life as bad as possible in the meantime. Like, I don't think anybody has ever, that's, you know, that's one of the problems maybe in America is that people don't travel enough. Like, uh, I don't know, watch Bald and Bankrupt or something. Go take a look at how some of these other countries work, where the governments basically themselves are run by oligarchs that steal everything and nothing gets invested in. The countries just collapse around themselves. Like the buildings fall apart. The roads fall apart. The people are all still cool. You know, that's one of the things about Bald and Bankrupt. He goes around, he talks to these cool ass people. They live in this crumbling shithole society where the roads have fucking potholes that look like grenade fights happen in them. But the people are awesome. You know what I mean? And it's uh, we're headed for that kind of future, basically, if we allow this robber capitalism to continue. It just blows my fucking mind. You can't even send Smash was saying the other day that he tried to send an envelope with a pack of seeds in it and cost him $12. And, and, I, and I was like, yep, I understand you. I understand. And everyone else was like, what the fuck? I understand that because wait, wait. literally no, every time I go to the post office, the price is five bucks extra for postage was the funny thing and i wasn't even asking to buy his seats the guy like literally i said something about an older strain that he had had released a while back and he was like oh yeah bro those are sold out oh but you know i think i have a pack laying around like i could let go like one of the you know know, something that he had saved (laughs) Mm -hmm. and was kind of like you know trying to well i could let it go for the extra you know uh, how you guys feel about this? I found a pack of of I original. I found a pack of original, two thousand eighteen release Mac. Oh, sweet. Christine, yeah. for five hundred bucks. Oh well. I, I've seen them go for a lot more. I'm not really into that. Uh, uh, pack speculating game like i probably honestly have a couple packs that are worth something and i just haven't even thought about selling them i don't know why they're like pokemon cards these days yeah i mean that's true honestly and i guess i understand why they would be because it's a limited commodity and everything else and i don't know some of most of that stuff will never be produced again like um yeah and then there's also just the huge i don't know fucking babbling like a moron but i mean i don't know i'm just thinking about like a I don't know, old uh, subcool packs or, or what, when Bog passed away, I was like, fuck, uh, 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 how much I would I like to have some actual sour strawberry. Uh, I don't know, right? Was it, was it fucking Clover Badger? One of them was fucking selling one of their TGA racks on fucking Instagram the other day, and it made me a little sick. Uh, <laughs> I was like... Isn't uh, somebody still <laughs> producing his strains? Uh, uh, well, Miss Jill is actually, yeah. Miss Jill's producing a yeah. lot of like, Pinay's Revenge and a few other of those things. Yeah, Jill's got a few. Uh, Badger and Clover have both been like working heavily with a few of his trains that they got left with, or were trusted to hold, I should say. Yeah, still, Will has uh, some of his stuff too, right? The guy Will. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what saved Sova after the fire was the fact that he was a generous guy like me who handed out cuts to a lot of homies. Okay, yeah. And when you hand out cuts to a lot of homies, you got a lot of fucking checks you can call in and say, hey, bro, you know, I need that cut back. Yeah. You know that one I gave you? I was looking around. That real special one? (laughs) I wasn't, you know, too pressed about it, but, you know. I wouldn't mind to try some Agent Orange, you know, something like that. Or Cuvée. 
Oh yeah, I love this the old strains. Uh, a friend of mine has uh, Slimer, which I guess is a kind of the cher- Chernobyl, almost the the uh, Jack the Ripper. Uh, really lovely. Fuck, I would have loved to have the actual Jack the Ripper. Uh, what else? Yeah. I had the Slimer in my stable at one point. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, honestly, those are the ones that I would have wanted the most. I never got a chance to work with any of the Urkel stuff. I actually would have liked to do some of that. Let me think. What else? Got a pack of. I got a pack of. Dairy Queens from Sub at I want to say hmm. Cannabis Cup Seventeen, and I ended up giving them to a fellow grower who ended up growing them out to grace at that, but I didn't even end up keeping them myself. And I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, "Yo, that pack that freaking Sub gave me for having a lunchbox at the cup, man." Uh, right. Uh, I wonder what the the percentage of people who grew them versus didn't grow them was. I don't know. I'm actually curious about that. People who hoarded versus kept or versus grew some cool stuff. I wonder what the the percentage is. Oh, I see them out there from time to time, or at least purported ones, and that's where it gets sticky. Yeah, I'm just looking at some some of those older packs. Go ahead, Kenny. I'm looking to find a strain. You know, hopefully. uh, you know, keep it around, like, you know, kind of like a Coots T.O., you know, but but also uh, inbreed it into something I want, you know what I mean? Even more. I'm looking to work with some Hokkaido hemp. That's my next little side project coming up. You're not the first person I've heard about that from, but it's not, I haven't heard too much about that. What is that? Uh, it's a Japanese land race from Hokkaido. Uh, that has a very unique uh it well no well yes it's it's a low thc strain um it's higher in cbd mm-hmm. and i think uh varin cannabis uh, varin right uh, yeah. on if you can uh you know do some select uh hunting and bring up that thc well that's what i was thinking about getting a, a handful of packs uh, you know, 30 or 40 of them, maybe, and running out to find a real stud male and then taking that to cross against some, you know, uh, flavor of the months. Uh, what's your flavor of the month? Wedding cake? Or yeah, you know, something. Yeah, whatever. Whatever's the flavor of the month. Uh, I think the next one I'm probably going to run. It's going to be a flavor of the month one that I'm picking up is the, uh, I found a Caps Cut of Mac. Oh, right on. For 10 bucks, bro. I mean, like. Did you really? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, my, my, my clone guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the one I've got is Caps Cut. No trip. Same price. It's funny how times change. I remember just, it was like two years ago that people were freaking out because people were selling grand. it and they it's, weren't supposed to sell it. And yeah. And now it's out. So, like, who cares and whatever. It's at the, it's at the. You know, but you're now available at your better uh, clone bank, you know. <laughs> but he's got a, he, there's one that's a GMO crossed with Mac that I'm interested in too already called the GMAC, though I'm already dubious because it's a double Ooh. hype cross. But both of those are super hype. So, and I really like, I want, what I want to get back is the old garlic bud that I used to have and I gave to uh, a buddy of mine up in Northern California. I got to go tap him, pull us up, cool. 
be like, hey, remember that freaking dank-ass cop from, like, 1992 that I gave you? I need that back. See, that's what I, uh, when you said that, I think you're, well, let's see what, what page you're on, honestly, because my page is, when you talk about Mac and GMO, you talk about, to me, two things that are very objectively similar, similar highs, similar expressions, similar growth times. Both of them are on that long, long end of sativa. You know, everyone's like, no, bro, I can get it in eight weeks, nine weeks. I don't think, I, don't, I really don't think so. The same cut that I had, it wasn't just me that it took like 12 weeks. It took my friend outdoors like 10 and a half, 11 weeks. And when I cut it down, it was much more purple than his, so arguably a little bit more done. That's what I was waiting for, for it to be just super, super, super done. Anyway, uh, GMO was the same thing. In, uh, in contrast, you know, my friend that grew the GMO, same guy that grew the Mac and the GMO, the GMO was fucking stellar. Uh, his Mac looked wonderful. His GMO looked stellar, but I thought the GMO was the better flower. It smelled harder, smelled more, but just everything about it, higher yielding, uh, a little bit more pest resistant. It was a little more PM prone, I have to admit. Wow. But the Mac got uh, nailed with some other. I, I got to say, say there, there's, there's some tricks. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> for sure. Being clean and not having like pest issues is one, but another being well, like. Well, let me just uh, finish my thought, Marduber. I was going to say that they're so similar. Why would you breed those two together expecting anything but basically kind of like mush water? You know what I mean? Like you're, I don't even know. Um, I'm failing for metaphors today, but uh, I guess uh, I wouldn't be super hyped on that cross because you're crossing two, two very, very similar things together. Two, two words, bro. Choo choo. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no other reason for that other than choo-choo, which is why I'm curious to run it out to see if it is worth something or if, like you said, is trash. Or maybe it's something good that once you hit it back against something, you know, take some super hype and dumb it down with a little bit of some ancient northern Japanese CBD and get something in a more reasonable it, though i gotta say i don't know if you pulled up the hokkaido hemp it's a beautiful looking plant for a for a land race and really heavy on the indica leaf hmm. breeding things to themselves actually has a huge amount of utility in plant breeding i mean it's used all the time and uh like lion breeding pretty much you don't cross anything in into your line and you'll just go generation after generation after generation after generation etc refining after these traits that's why like broccoli and cauliflower or i mean broccoli and uh, brussels sprouts and you know etc etc these are all from the same ancestor plant and then yeah. essentially lime bred by indigenous people. cabbages too kale Kohlrabi, yeah, like the exactly. entire family. Same with cucurbitae is all like with shares, you know, a similar common ancestor. Um, some, and that's like every kind of melon and cucumber and squash you ever had. Pumpkins. It's that season. Right? Pumpkins. Greens. <laughs> a lot of different versions of this Hokkaido hemp and they're, they're, they're crazy. Uh, this one looks super weird. Uh, the other ones look normal and purple and whatever, and I'm marveling because this is now. This well, is I, and with a land race, you will find some weirdos, but I'm sure somebody hunted some good packs and found some nice, real indica-leaning phenos that have that kind of still land racy uh, sativa leaf structure, but some more indica bud structure. I don't know. I, I, I've heard some good things, and it's not something that's been heavily played with, and they're available through some European outlets for pretty reasonable prices. I think. Uh, 25 euro for a 
10 pack or 40 euro for a 10 pack or something like that. Not, not, not crazy. There's a write up over for, on the uh, yeah, icy mag. Eight. No, no pictures, but uh, that was weird. I guess I double clicked that. Hokkaido hemp, Japan, rare Japanese hemp land race, rich in CBD from the island of Hokkaido. Uh, that's where a lot of the good seafood yeah, that's is from, too, right? I think. Ace, the guy who is the breeder. That's from the seed company. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. That's a good point. At the same time, these days, you know, we were talking about the other day, like uh, how much people like to have information on packs and how rare, honestly, it is that people have information on packs. He's talking about uh, 50% sativa, 50% indica. Look at that. Six to eight weeks flowering. Uh, what is it? Uh, average resistance to uh, mites, but high resistance getting mildew, bud rot, white Which fly. leads me to believe that he's tested it at least a bit, indoor and outdoor. Speaking of subcool, he basically said a lot of people just lie about that stuff, but uh, which I think yeah. honestly is probably true. But at the same time, I don't know anything about ACs. He might be legit. I, I, really, I know the name, but I don't know anything else about him. Yeah, they've um, been around for a while. Does he? Uh, what do you think about that, Mar? Do you do you uh, do you trust uh, breeder like test reports and stuff? Do you do you trust their uh, I don't know their uh, their marketing fucking wank for for their seeds? That's part of what I think that whole Instagram, YouTube, whatever social media cred is about, and Jesus, why it's we're getting the weirdest. Did you get taken over by Cybermen? Yeah. What's going on over there? Sorry, I, I stepped outside oh, to go. I, I stepped outside to go take a leak. I'm probably extending the reach of my wireless headphones. Is that better? Right on. Better. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go abuse a tree or water a tree or something. In California, I guess it's not abuse. It's my dogs. <laughs> saving the trees. Out. Yeah, saving the trees. Oh, shit, with the fire. We had It literally burned right through my yard. Oh, I almost crazy. lost the shed. I did lose oh. one outbuilding. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I was saying is that uh, I think a lot of that social media cred is what what that's about. You know, being able to share a little bit about what your daily life is, your beliefs, who you hang out with, who you who grows your shit. Yeah, you know, I, I I love seeing posts from you about like people that have grown your stuff out. I like that. There's nothing more exciting than to see other people growing growing your 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 work and there's nothing that gives you like a, a better reputation than seeing other people because that's that's the trick is and that's what sub and like vader i used to work for vader um back in the good old days and uh you know that's what they, they like to get the shit into as many hands as possible to get it tested in as many environments as possible under as many methods as possible and, uh, you know, they would always send out both to accomplished growers, but also fairly novice growers. I don't know about Vader, a little bit less so with that, but. Uh, uh, yeah, they were a little more exclusive. They uh, made you go through the, the the whole, like, you know, jumping through the forums and application status. And it was tricky back in the day to get in with Vader. Um, Sub was a lot more sort of democratic about it. He would give you like a first line uh, a seed pack that wasn't super important, you know, maybe something that was already pretty well tested or whatever else. Uh, maybe something he wasn't really even all that curious about, just to see if you could kind F2s. of finish the you job. Know, right? the, like, like uh, was that uh, Soul Shine that was talking about freaking like hybridization and and like the, the stabilization of strength? F1 hybridization is really where it's at. If you can get 
like some some good crosses direct in the first filial line, you're going to have success regardless, as long as both of those parent strains are strong. That's what F1 hybrid vigor is in that scene across the plant kingdom. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by like filial generation? Talking about meaning, meaning that's like the, a, a tricky one because outcrossing is... Yes. There's a deep and, and and there's a lot of other plants that are like that as well. But still, when you take two isolated lines and then back cross them like against each other, you tend to have good hybrid vigor. Hold on, I got a alarm going off on one of my pink birds. Yeah, that's always the trade-off in, in plant breeding in general is uh the vigor, which comes from having a large amount of different traits, which can come in handy in varying environments and different difficulties that are encountered. And by then the, the stability. And then like the, uh, yeah, and stability on the other so side, right? There's, so, you so you're good at F1. Like good expression of what you want. F1s, like F1s tend to be fire. F2s tend to be a little crazy. By the time you get four, five, six, you start to get a little more stability back. You know, once you've bred for the traits that you really want in that plant, I think that there's like a context consistency. Saying, not you know, like like the there's a context for it because if you just take like uh, one of these Indian Landrace Exchange uh, mm-hmm. like isolated pheno uh, wide diversity pheno sort of groups, and then you just toss that on like Mac. Uh, you're not inherently just going to have all of them even be smokable. I mean, some of them no. might not even produce flowers that are. No, are I'm going to hit. So I, I totally agree with probably, you in the context of like developed lines. But I'm going to probably like, hit like a half do dozen both. and then run those out and see if there's any like winners in those. And if there's any winners in those, then maybe some of the, the leftovers from that run will get tested further and then more line work will be done. But like, yeah, exactly. That's it. You get good, pretty good vigor in an F1 hybrid, and that's seen across most breeders. And that's why crossing fire versus fire and like S1ing shit is like the rage, is because you can get con- pretty consistent results via those methods. But if you, um, I don't know, I guess the thing that's bothering me maybe in this conversation is that if you, um, that uh, very commonly people talk about F2s as if they're all schizophrenic plants that are basically wet, hot garbage versus the F1 or the F now four they're talking about are delightful, hardy plants, right? F1s, of course, everybody's experienced. They are hardy plants. But every time I've run an F2, either one that came from a breeder. There's just uh, more diversity. It's not that they're trash. It's just that there's going to be more variables in those phenotype expressions. Right. You're going to get a wider role. People always talk dice. about how they have so much less vigor, and I have not really found that to be true. I have to, no, I, the, I, the, I the part, the bigger part. I've run part F2s, trash. F3s, F4s. Just, if no, it was yeah. bad breeding, then I even yes. with like an F1 cross, it was just basically a weak cross. But, but good crosses, what do you mean by good crosses too, uh, like bigger in what context because you got to think cloning like, growing speaking, you know, normal speed normal stars, yeah that's not stars, bigger you know that's not bigger from a botanical perspective so where this comes from in, in botanical breeding is like vigor to experience turbulence in your growing conditions not like hardiness. oh it's very strong and hardy right hardiness is actually a trait versus the actual um multi-trait ability to have like oh a sudden freeze oh a sudden 
like you tear it out by the root ball and all these weird things and doesn't have the traits that will throw to save it from those things. And you like isolate out those traits it for specific traits as you're breeding, but then it doesn't have that vigor to like have the turbulence versus you're talking about hardiness. Like if you chop it, does it have the traits to have a stable stem to regrow each time, every time? Right. These sorts of things are, are, and those are actually separate traits or separate expressions rather. Let's look this shit up. I can't be the only Thanks person. Thanks for clarifying that. Man. Hell yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's a common misconception, I think, in the cannabis space and coming from like academic plant breeding of vegetables. I, you know, learning the terminology and then having been, you know, at the same time involved in the cannabis space and amateur breeding there. It's like, oh, where are, it's just like how we use strain, but we mean cultivar. We yeah. don't mean like a strain, like a microbial strain, but there is a botanical context for the word strain. And we could use it for like phenotypic expressions, right? But then if we're going to try to reteach the cannabis exactly. proper botanical That's from terms, your, a strain like, would be have from your run. Cultivar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Phenotype. Exactly. Uh, I, I come from I come from apples, and it's the same thing. Yeah, genotypic yeah, so expression versus phenotypic expression. That's exactly. And and F twos are going to have good genotypic expression. However, they're going to have fairly wild phenotypic expression, where they're going to exhibit wildly varying different traits along that genotype. Yeah, well, I've crossed a, a pumpkins and zucchini and made like, you know, hard, hard shelled zucchinis that were orange. They look like zucchinis, but they were orange, but they were hard shell, you know, and, and you can do crazy shit with with, you know, crossing lines that have been stabilized outside, but are of the same species, but different cultivars and get interesting F1 results that are fairly stable. Now, when you F2 those, then you start getting wild ones, ones that start having stripes. And these ones are kind of soft and kind of in the middle. These ones are completely inedible, you know, and different like uh, expressions along. It. These ones have to be baked or and that's from like yeah, outside of cannabis experience. And that's interesting. I like to see people that have like a separate horticultural experience outside of cannabis because it's important to not get sucked into the kind of bro science world of cannabis because it's so ill-researched and there's not a lot of funding behind, you know, think tanks going out there and doing projects on this stuff. I suppose, it, it, yes, but Coop brought me out start to looking at stuff, though. You got to start looking at other plants, you know, and, and just realize yeah. that, yeah, somebody was talking about uh, quality of light and quantity of light. And I was saying, you know, quantity over quality, it really doesn't matter. That's why purples work is because they're hitting those photosynthetic peaks. It's not that they're great lights. It's not that they're the best lights out there, but they work because they abuse that, that principle, qual quantity over quality. You get, you get too close to them and bleach the shit out of your plants and probably stress them. But like, you know, they got the, they got the quality, the quantity, the quality is not the best, but there's a lot of it. Yeah, you can if you have that bigger we were talking about, you can breed towards anything like that. I mean, think about like uh, Greg McAllister and those guys that wrangled just wild type outdoor grown for millennia cannabis and F1 
true like very outcrossed f1 from different regions and then grew it under fucking street lamps like a uh highway street lamps indoors at first i mean that's where this plant first was we all started indoors. with street lamps bro i mean like that's the original og growers all started with street smash was talking about this the other day i fucking remember it as a kid like robbing street lamps because you know that's that's like how it was you know you look for what high bay lighting is that a lights <laughs> nobody made horticultural lights no, nobody was growing yeah, that shit worked i mean they they figured out they selected out the ones that were able to deal with the shitty light and it yeah it was after that just quantity quantity is the stable thing that they're all going to respond to so i agree with your answer yeah this whole time i've been searching for a, a website that would basically i could share with the, the screen and just basically talk about plant vigor but i'm getting all kinds of for, frankly very few results but the results that are there are honestly all over the place. It's very interesting for such an important topic to be so uh, uncovered. It seems like, I don't know, probably a lot more in textbooks, but very little online. Very intriguing. And for something that we talk about so often, you know, plant vigor, plant vigor, or hybrid vigor, hybrid vigor, they talk about it all the fucking time. Can barely find anything about it. Very Here's your, your hot tip for the night. Remember to use scholar.google.com. Hmm. That way you only get white papers. There's your, uh, if you use that thing, you will only get like links that are actually going to white papers. No trash. Well, I mean, even then white papers, a lot of white papers actually are trash. That's the thing. Like the, people assume yeah. that white papers are, are all good, but those are literally no. all just kind of projects that a science. You still have to with, read them. And they could be ultra wrong. You still have um, to read them and check like whether they were well done. Yes, sure, but at least it eliminates all the like eighty percent of of uh, uh, um. Can't think of the fucking word I'm looking for right now. Eighty percent of studies cannot be replicated. Basically, for frankly, hardly any of them are replicated. But second of all, the ones that are attempted, hardly any of them can be replicated. Which is to say that a lot of times, that even the so-called white paper or so-called uh, what am I trying to say? Even the white papers that fucking ballsack. I'm not that high. Apparently, I am. Uh, the white papers were not necessarily accurate even on the first reading. I'm still getting that fucking wrong. Holy well, yeah, I mean, anybody look at look it's all probability. Like science yeah, look at look at drug company research. How likely it is to be? It's never a hundred percent. We're saying like anything could be possible, and then oh shit! Like we have this evidence, gravity like might happen. Uh, pretty often. I mean, I we keep testing it. It keeps being it's often gravity. gravity you know. And then we like hone that in and hone that in, but it's all probability. Like there is a, a thin chance that none of our studies ever, including on gravity, are right. You know, we could just be totally well, asked backwards, but have you well, know practicing. Yeah, we get better and better with science as we go along. And the point is, builds, with, so with that tip, you can at least sift out all the websites that are throwing just their information at you that have not at least passed the basic scientific principles of. Oh, of I was a just study. looking at the, the best. Regardless of the quality of the studies, best definition you know. I had was uh, scienceabc.com, Arduber. I'm sure you would take that to the bank when I was just searching for plant vigor. Science ABC. I'm sure, sure. they are. Uh, the gold standard for all Fairly reputable. Yeah, I'm sure. What about all science? No, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, I, uh, how do I put this? I think I even recognize the name or whatever, but it, how do I say it? It's not Cornell or something. You know what I mean? It's not like, I don't even know. 
Well, I learned about it from a botanical textbook in a, in a botany class, but I don't have that. You know, I'm washing hash right now, so my library is not. And that's what Coot has been telling us for ages now, to basically read some of those botany textbooks, basically. Uh, we yeah. need to find some good ones and talk about them so that we can actually pick some of that, frankly, because Please. there's a lot more of that uh, uh, honest to God science in some of the books that you can actually find where people talk about growing artichokes and shit. You know what I mean? Or choke cherries or whatever else. A lot of the cannabis stuff we talk about is just kind of that. Uh, Potent has been talking about the, the religion of organics. And I've been thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. It's a very simple way to talk about it. I think, frankly, a lot, lot, lot of organics is that religion of organics. And I have to be honest, like that's. I used to be all about those teas. Every time I hear about teas now, I'm just like, ah. Oh, if you want to look into in the pot, fucking spaghetti look noodles. into professional cut flowers. <laughs> it's the closest thing to growing pot that you're going to find as a like horticultural science is like growing flowers for florists. Oh, I got you. Well, but they can use a fuckload of pesticides and stuff. They don't. They don't care about how edible it is. And they yes, do, they and grow, like, have, they use but, every pesticide but, in the world. But you can use the information that they provide for the studies that they, and like their models for kind of a baseline. Sure, you know, you can't use these pesticides or you don't want to use those methods or whatever. And there's plenty of people who grow commercial cut flowers in organic settings too. A lot of, especially uh, bulb flowers, tulips and, and uh, uh, irises, especially. Gladiolus. Um. I guess we're about to take off, folks. I guess we're going to uh, call it fairly. Oh, 